0: This is the NTT IndyCar Series.
1: Ward dices to the inside, and he'll wrestle that spot away from Pillow will make that left-hander and come down Russell Street with Simon Pagano at tow. And now Scott McLaughlin will make contact with David. Simon's looking aggressive. He's going to look to the inside of Alex below. He hits in the, re- in the left rear tire. That's going to open up the door. For Scott
2: Nick. McLaughlin will look to the inside. He'll tuck back in underneath that rear wing of Scott Dixon. The drag race go. to the start finish but scott dixon
3: will not be denied he goes into live
0: flag to flag coverage from the streets of nashville this is the indycar radio network
3: Music City, just a couple of years, has embraced the NTT IndyCar Series. And with the new stadium planned along a portion of the current course, quick action was taken to alter the course and not only secure the event, but make it the season finale and add a championship celebration next year. This is Mark James. Welcome to our coverage of the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix in Nashville, Tennessee. Let's welcome in Ryan Marine.
4: Thank you, Mark. We're with the NTT IndyCar Series points leader Alex Palou. You were on the podium here a year ago. You start fourth today. What are your prospects for this afternoon? Um, survive.
5: We want to survive and then go for the win. Um, I think we have a lot of speed on the car. The car's been amazing. team's been amazing all weekend and all year. So. We'll try and do our best, maximize what we have today, but I'm feeling confident to go and fight for the win. Good luck today. Thank you. Alex Pelow has
4: finished in the top five in three of the first four street course starts here this season. Let's go ahead to Alex Wolfe.
6: Walking along with Joseph Newgarden, getting pictures taken with fans. And Joseph, earlier this week, was your day here in Nashville. How do you end the week with a win at
7: home? Uh yeah, I mean it's gonna be, you know, a tough, you know, tough to uh, sorry, we're, we're running through a crowd here and it's a lot going on, but um, yeah, it'll be a tough day. You know, it's Nashville, it's always difficult, but uh, I feel like we got a great PPG car, should have a good shot.
6: you think that uh, being from here at home, you'll be used to uh, heat and humidity, going to be a physical day out there?
7: Yeah, yeah, it always is. It was last year and it'll, uh, it'll be a tough today. Wish you a good safety. That's Joseph Newgarden. Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, guys.
3: And uh, Davey Hamilton, our driver analyst, joins us now. And Davey, tire strategy always part of these events. And we look at the designation to start the race. Grosjean Power, Kirkwood, Newgarden running sixth through ninth. They're starting all the primaries. Scott Dixon in 12th, and Marcus Armstrong in 16th. Everyone else starting on the alternates.
8: It's going to be an interesting day, Mark. We know the history of this race, the history of this racetrack, and what happens. The first year, we see Erickson almost flip his car over completely backwards and, and fly it in there. How it didn't break, we don't know. He ends up winning the race. Then you got Scott Dixon, naked, six pit stops because of damage of his car. He ends up winning the race. So a damaged car seemed to be the preferred car to win this race. But what it is, Mark, is pit stop strategy. Those drivers were able to come in with damaged race cars not scheduled, fix their cars, but to put them in a good area, put them in a good pit uh, open and window to where they made fuel mileage to get to the end. Tires will play a big part. In this we'll see how how long these alternate tires last for these tents. But it's going to be an exciting day, Mark. And let's hear from your pole
4: sitter, Scott McLaughlin, Ryan Marine. A pole sitter for the second consecutive year here on the streets of Nashville. It's Scott McLaughlin getting the adulation of the crowd, walking through the crowd here to your race car. Oh, baby. You started on pole last year, had a pretty good run, didn't get the win. How could things be a little bit different here today?
9: Uh, bit of luck, but, you know, we've got a fast car. You know, Dex Imagines, Chevy's been great, so... It's a matter of uh, controlling what we can control. That's all we can do. And if we can, uh, if we can make it happen,
4: we will. And if not, come back next year and have a go. <laughs> it's been a wild weekend from a weather perspective. Not a ton of running in the dry. Do you have a pretty good sense for what to expect with your race car in these hot, dry conditions today? Oh, it's just going to be humid. It's going to be tough physically. Really tough
9: physically. I've tried to, I've tried to uh, hydrate as much as I can. From a, uh, a tire perspective, it's going to be hard to So, like, just to manage the, the manage the degradation and stuff. But uh, this place is crazy, man. So uh, excited for today.
4: It's a zoo down here, that's for sure. That's the pole sitter, Scott McLaughlin. Uh, Davey, grip is always at a premium,
3: but here it's not so much, I I don't think, or at least it doesn't seem to be a situation where the track's not rubbering up. Bottom line is we hear a lot about racetracks being bumpy, and this one is about as bumpy as any of them.
8: Yeah, it really is. It's, It's bumpy the entire course. One thing that we cannot fix is the bridge, Mark. You go over it two times. We're going into town and then back out towards the stadium. The expansion joints in that bridge, is, is they're bumpy. But the good news is it doesn't slow you down. You're still wide open. You're hitting them. Uh, You've got to make sure you keep your feet on the pedals. But I'll give hats off to this Nashville team that puts this program together because some of the rougher, bumpier areas, they have re- put some asphalt down, smoothed them out. Running the two-seater this morning was actually not too bad. It just felt like a regular street course, which was a good thing—not over, over the top bumpy. So, um, it's just tight. It's two point one miles. A lot of single file. Especially when you got turns four, five, six, and seven, and eight, all right together, and you go through there just one right after another, um, single file. It's a challenge to get through the, that area, and, and um, it's just you got to be patient. We've seen that in the Indy next race this morning. Um, you know, tempers flare quickly, there's a lot of blocking, there's a lot of uh, rubbing, and that's going to happen here in the IndyCar Series today.
3: Uh, you mentioned pit stops, Davey, the, the couple of, I think, interesting aspects of this pit road, when you come off of turn 11, you better have your mind made up, because not only is it an abrupt entrance, it's pretty narrow entrance, and then upon exit, you're going to be tied right back into traffic with where they come through 1 and 2.
8: You know, that's a really good point, Mark, because when you come in, and, you know, if the, the whole field comes in, you're okay. But it's such a tight exit that you have to go to driver's right as soon as you leave the pits because turn one and turn two are right there and they want to float into that where you come out of the pits. You almost need a spotter there at times because if you're going to pit and come out in traffic, it's going to definitely be a challenge. So uh, that's something to watch for. We've seen incidents happen there before. And turn one and two is tricky anyways. We've seen Will Power. He overbroke just a little bit or underbroke, I should say. Got into the wall and turned, uh, turned one just slightly, uh, but bent some suspension in one of the practice sessions. Seems easy. You're slow. It's a first gear, a uh, little corner, a little little chicane, but it's not. It's tight getting through there. So yeah, you know, you got to be. Even if you're by yourself, you can make a mistake. Lots
3: to get into terms of pre-race festivities, including the colors, the invocation anthem, and the command. We expect to take the green flag at the bottom of the hour for the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Uh, third time the NTT IndyCar Series will compete on the streets of Nashville. And, David, as we've talked about all throughout the weekend, that last year we learned uh, some plans uh, to build a new stadium. First thought was, what's going to happen to this event? Well, the powers that be acted
8: quickly, huh? Yeah, they did, and they already have a new route. It's going to be in town. And by the way, Mark, going to go down Broadway, so the busiest street in Nashville, where all the bars and the parties are, wherever he wants to be. We're going to be racing down in next year, Mark.
3: Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk more about that throughout the course of this event. And part of that announcement was the fact that we learned that there will be a championship celebration in Nashville to cap off the 2024 campaign. It's time to go trackside.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we ask that you please rise and remove your hats as the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department's drill and ceremony team presents our nation's colors. Please remain standing as IndyCar Ministries
1: Chaplain Jason Holt offers today's invocation. Father God, we thank you for the gift of life, for creating such an amazing place for us, as well as the freedoms to pray openly and gather freely, only through the sacrifice of so many brave men and women. And so today, God, we ask for your blessing over our events, that you would be with our drivers, our teams, safety personnel, and these great fans for an exciting yet safe day of racing, but most of all, Father, we say thank you for the hope and love available to all through the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen. Here today to honor America
6: with the singing of our national anthem, please give a Nashville welcome to the Jay DeMarcus All Stars Jay DeMarcus, Jason Chef, and Jason Crabb.
10: Oh, say, can you see by Streaming and the rock is the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh say does that star spangled.
3: Command comes your way at 23 past the hour. At the bottom of the hour, we expect expect the green flag for the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. When we come back, we will recap a dominant weekend for Joseph Newgarden at Iowa Speedway. He's become the Oval Master, Joseph Newgarden. Nowhere was that on more display than a couple of weeks ago at Iowa Speedway. Here's how it all sounded on IndyCar Radio.
1: Race number one
3: green flag flies, a side-by-side battle setting up
1: for turn number two. They're going three and four wide at mid-pack up front, everybody minding their P's and Q's. It's Will Power, your race leader, down the back straightaway ahead of Scott McLaughlin. Mark's biggest mover was Ryan hunter reay I think he passed seven cars at the green flag. Yeah, I had my eye on that
3: too, Nick. He was shot out of the proverbial cannon. Meanwhile, about a five-car length advantage for Will Power to complete the lap one.
1: It stays side-by-side into turn number two, Nick Yoban. Newgarden's going to get to the inside. He'll wrestle away that second spot and- Now he'll set his sights on the race leader, Will Power. Power with three lap cars ahead of him. They'll all move to the outside to try to get around Benjamin Peterson. But, Mark, you could throw a blanket over the top three. Power, Newgarden, and McLaughlin. Here goes Newgarden side-by-side with Power off the two. Joseph got a great run out of turn number two, and he darted to the inside, and we've got a new leader on lap 120. It's Joseph Newgarden. He's got an advantage of about four or five car lengths. Power now. Mark has to worry about his teammate, Scott McLaughlin, into turn one.
3: Should be win number 28 in the career for Joseph Newgarten. And a lot of those now starting to come here at Iowa Speedway. Off turn number four, the advanced auto park checkered flag is in the air. And Joseph Newgarten wins the high vee homefront 250. Scott McLaughlin finishes second. Ponto Award is third. Marcus Harrington is fourth. And Will Power completes the top five. Race number two. Newgarden has to deal with McLaughlin, although Harvey is not making it easy, Jake Query, as the front three really have to lift. And now Joseph Newgarden slips underneath both of them up at turn number two. Joseph Newgarden said, say hi,
0: wave goodbye, went to the bottom of the racetrack and moved right alongside to the inside
3: of Power and McLaughlin. Now going to try to take a look on Jack Harvey. The advance auto part Checker flag waves, and it is a sweep for Joseph Newgarden. He goes to victory lane. He plays back-to-back races. This one, the Hy-Vee One Step 250 at Iowa Speedway. Will power grabs the second spot.
7: I love coming to Newton. It's just uh, to me, it's a, it's a, it's one of the best racetracks in the world, if not the coolest short track in the world. And I've always enjoyed my time here, and, and uh, I feel a lot of pressure because I, I essentially feel like I have the best car when I show up here. My team is just phenomenal around this place, you know, and they make it, they make it look easy, but it's, it's far from that. We've got to execute every time, and like I said, just enjoy coming to Newton. Everybody's been lovely here, and uh, you know, thanks to all to our team.
3: The NTT IndyCar Series continues to lead the field of the race for equality and change. Louisa Macer is back with more of this week's On Track with Diversity presented by Gallagher, your trusted insurance broker and HR and benefits consultant.
11: Terry Stignett is the CEO of the American Red Cross Indiana region. In today's segment, she shares insights to how fans can directly support these important services for our community. The critical piece about the partnership with IndyCar is understanding that uh, trauma impacts any individual. Racing cars can be—it's a dangerous sport—and knowing that we need to have an adequate blood supply to be able to serve and respond to a, a driver that has been injured is very important to us. Um, and in IndyCar. Um, this partnership that has been going on for some time we get the message out to millions of people to let them know about the um, importance of of blood products and making sure that we have them available Uh, we have blood drives throughout the year but sometimes depending on a disaster a disaster i don't know if people realize this could impact a blood drive and so we encourage people to sign up don't wait until a disaster strikes but sign up it's always good to have blood available on the shelves ready to go for when we have a disaster when someone's injured or harmed and needs of a blood transfusion. So IndyCar helps us to get the the word out. It's a fantastic partnership.
9: On Track with Diversity is brought to you by Gallagher. For 95 years, in communities across the globe, Gallagher's insurance, risk management, and consulting solutions have helped businesses face their future with confidence. Gallagher, to learn more, visit AJG.com.
3: And welcome back. It's time to go trackside to get the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix underway.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to give the command for the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Please welcome your Grand Marshal, founder, president, and CEO of all things Big Machine, Mr. Scott Borchetta.
12: Welcome to Nashville, and on behalf of all things Big Machine, Big Machine Records, Big Machine Distillery, Big Machine Spike Coolers, Big Machine Racing. Welcome to Nashville, and welcome to the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Let's get this party started. Drivers, start your engines!
9: Here's today's NTT IndyCar Series starting lineup, presented
5: by Advance Auto Parts.
10: Row 14
5: Ryan Hunter-Ray, United States Row 13 Devlin De Francesco, Canada Benjamin Peterson, Denmark and United States
10: Row 12
7: Stingray Rob, United States Agustin Canapino, Argentina
9: Row 11
7: Jack Harvey, United Kingdom
5: Santino Fucci, United States
9: Row 10
5: Marcus Erickson, Sweden Renis VK, The Netherlands
10: Row 9
7: Callum Ilo, United Kingdom.
9: Elio Castronevis,
7: Brazil. Row 8. Marcus Armstrong, New Zealand. Graham Rahal, United States of America.
12: Row 7. Felix Rosenquist, Sweden. Christian Lundgaard,
7: Denmark.
9: Row 6.
7: Scott Dixon, New Zealand. Linus Lundqvist, Stockholm, Sweden.
9: Row 5.
6: Alexander
7: Rossi, United States. Joseph Dugarten, United States.
11: Row 4
5: Kyle Kirkwood, United States
11: Will Power, Australia Row 3
5: Romain Grosjean, France David Malukas, United States Row 2 Alex Below, Spain Colton Herta, United States
9: On the outside of Row 1 Patricio Ward, Monterey, Mexico And starting on the pole Scott McLaughlin, New Zealand Today's starting lineup is presented by Advance Auto Parts, the official checkered flag of the NTT IndyCar Series.
3: Time to check in with our pit reporters to see what stories they will be following throughout the course of this race. Pleasure as always to welcome in for the first time this weekend, Georgia Heddenberry.
13: Well, oh, thank you very much. Down in my section around Pitt in, I have my eye on Chip Ganassi Racing American Legion machine of Alex Pillow. Four wins on the season, one of them right on the streets of Detroit, and it's hard to deny the powerhouse that Chip Ganassi Racing is right here on the streets of Nashville. Back-to-back wins with Erickson in 2021 and Dixon in 2022. So, with the momentum Pillow's carrying from his third in Iowa, a third here last year as well, he's going to be exciting to watch a little bit farther down pit lane. We welcome in Alex Wolf. Alex, what are you watching?
6: Well, George, I'm keeping an eye on the 2022 Indy Next champion, Linus Lundquist, getting the opportunity of a lifetime with Meyer Shank racing in the 60 car, filling in for Simon Pagino, still recovering from that crash during practice on Saturday morning at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. And he hit the ground running literally 11th in the Friday practice session, made it through the first round of qualifying on Saturday, lines up in the 11th position, and now comes the hard part, This big sor- of concern, live pit stops. The only live pit stop experience he has at the Rolex 24 at Daytona. A vastly different world as far as that goes from the NTT IndyCar series. His goal is to keep his nose clean, finish all the laps, and be running as far to the front as he can as we get more drama going on during the pre-race at least at the Command to Fire Engines. And for more on that, here's Ryan Marine.
4: You're exactly right, Alex. Will Power had some radio issues on the grid. The team had to scramble they actually pulled him out of line and so the other cars could leave the grid and head out onto the racetrack they got the radio issues resolved then they had to get will in the car get him all strapped in get the head surround in position and then get the car fired it took quite a bit of time he barely got out before the field came around to complete the first pace lap but the verizon machine is on the racetrack now that is the good news will power Qualified P7, but certainly had his heart in his throat here. This early on in this race, even before the race gets started, with those radio issues down on the grid.
3: All right, a little bit over two miles in length, 11 turns. We're going to toss it around like the proverbial hot potato because that's just what it is. Uh, When things things settle out at the start, we'll describe that in a minute. First of all, we want to set up the switchback that is one and two, then a short little jaunt to turn number three, which is a right-hander, and then a long haul over the Cumberland River, and they set up for turn number four, a troublesome spot, and that's where they come into the view of Jay Query.
0: Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Mark, this is an area of the racetrack that is very narrow because essentially what it is as we mentioned earlier if you think of it as a musical note that's the way this track is laid out this is the small square in the top left if you will it is over the cumberland river in nashville tennessee and they simply go around a squared area a lefty of turn four a right of turn five and then a six seven combo which are both very quick after one another left-handed turns then they take the right-handed turn That is turn number eight. That puts them back onto the Korean War Veterans Memorial Bridge and back into the area of the stadium. When they do that, they then come into the view of Michael Young. And, Michael, the turn nine area that you will be watching is another one that can be very, very tricky in Nashville, Tennessee.
2: Oh, it's going to be a hot corner like the hot chicken here in Nashville. They'll come down off of the bridge and make their way down Shelby Avenue, a 90-degree left-hander, a huge runoff to driver's right if they do miss that turn. If they make that turn but don't make it good enough, they've got tire barriers to driver's right. It's going to be tight. This is where the start of the race will happen at the bridge and then down here into turn number nine. You can go too wide, but it's extremely tight. This corner is one of the toughest we have in all of the 2023 campaign. They'll then file off that left-hander, turn number 9, and then they will streak down into turn number 10. It's a a short job, but one that they could possibly make a pass on, as we saw earlier today, and then they'll come into the view of our very own Nick Yeoman. Good
1: afternoon, Nick. Uh, Hello, Michael. Turn number 10 is a left-hander, a 90-degree left-hand turn. Tire barriers to the inside, or to the outside of that corner. To the inside is the entrance to pit lane. Pit lane runs parallel to the uh, front straightaway and turn 11. Turn 11 is where Scott Dixon... Had problems yesterday in qualifying. Caught the inside retaining wall. It shot him back across the racetrack where he pretty much ruined the right side of that PNC Bank Honda. But turn number 11, another good passing opportunity. It is 90 degrees in angle as well. Mark James. once they roar out of turn number 11, it's a short little front straightaway where hundreds of thousands of fans have gathered. They're set to see racing here on the streets of Nashville as we are just one lap away from starting the third annual Music City Grand Prix.
3: And as rough as Mother Nature was on the proceedings yesterday, Davey Hamilton, uh, while while it's on the buggy side, there's plenty of sunshine and blue skies. No threat of weather being an issue today.
8: No, today looks great. As you said, very humid out, very hot. Heat heat index over 100 degrees for these drivers. It's going to be hot, but these fans are here to watch. It's going to be a great race. All with the start, Mark. It could be getting pretty crowded going down to turn nine for the, the initial green flag.
3: You heard Ryan Marine reference the issues for Will Power off the top and getting his car underway. They did so, and now he has settled in to his rightful spot in that seventh position. Davey, we talked about the grip. We do notice on our multi-screen monitor that over the course of the weekend, some marbles have accumulated in some potentially tricky areas.
8: Yeah, and what happens when we have the, the softer compound tires, the alternate tires, they tend to wear out quicker. That means marbles. That means they, the, the, the debris off those tires get, gets offline. When you go offline and you get in those marbles with your new tires, it's hard to get them off. Grip goes away. Traction's just not there. Takes a little bit to get them clean. That could cause some problems and down into the two great passing zones after off each end of this bridge, Mark. Pretty tight. You got to go through almost single files. So they're going to be going three wide into those corners, but you got to know they're going to go one wide once they get to it.
3: Going to be interesting to see how 27 cars handle getting in formation before they head to the bridge because we had some trouble with the race and the Indy Next uh, presented by Firestone, although they seem to be in pretty good formation now as they reach the crest of the hill. I say that, and apparently, Davey, looks like the rear of the field had not caught up. Matter of fact, look, about six rows were in good shape, but, Davey, we're going to have to go around again.
8: Yeah, what happens, Mark, is it's not that, you know, you're going through turns four through eight, very tight, very, you know, single file through there. As soon as you get off eight, got to start going double file, getting lined up with 27 cars to do that. Very difficult, so the front row has to really go slow. I mean, just creep over that bridge until everybody gets lined up then start picking the speed up once they get to the top of the bridge before that green flag. To
3: give you an idea of the difficulties of this layout, Davey, we start in one place. We will restart <laughs> uh, at the approach to turn number 10 before they clear 11 to the green flag, and then we'll finish off of turn number 11 at the finish line.
8: Yeah, so, yeah, it's pretty pretty confusing, actually, for a lot of people, but you're right. They have the start. with some. We do this at some tracks, Mark Ohio being one of those. Try to put the start, the original start when you have all 27 cars lined up, to where they can get to the corner the easiest, and that is off that back straightaway over the bridge down into turn nine, heading towards Michael. It's, it's the best place. But then the restarts is going to be, you know, or, or, uh, turn nine, I should say, for Michael, and then turn 10... You come off that, that's where the green comes out. But the start-finish line, the actual start-finish or finish line is in between turns 11 and turn 1 on a completely different straightaway. So we'll try to keep everybody informed and updated on where the, the drivers are and where those start and restart zones are.
3: Yeah, so to recap, we have a start, we have a restart, and we have a finish line, all three on yeah. this 2.1 mile <laughs> course. So we'll see how they do getting in formation this time. Scott McLaughlin is your poll center. Padawa Moore joins him on the front row. Colton Hurdle will start third. Alex Pillow is fourth. David Malouk is fifth. Roman Grosjean sixth. Power, Kirkwood, Newgarden, Rossi the top ten. Quickly to Jake Query. Jake, the problem with the portion that you're covering, it's a little hard for them to get paired up going through that tight confine of the racetrack. Yeah,
0: that's exactly right because it's basically single file as you work your way, particularly in six and seven. You can make a little bit of a move before getting to that area if you so choose, but it is dicey. But onto the bridge, is where they will start to form in those rows of two and see if
3: the back of the field can get up there as well. And uh, they crest the hill now and the formation looks much better although there are still cars well out of line trying to get caught up. We're waiting to get the signal and the green flag flies and Scott McLaughlin takes P1 into turn number nine.
2: Scott McLaughlin has Patoa Award right behind him. Colton of the big mover. Lots of great smoke behind the field. Cleanly through. Everybody's made it down into turn
1: number 10. Scott McLaughlin, your race leader, into turn number 10. And that bright red and white car. His advantage, about three car lengths over Patoa Ward. He runs second. Third is Colton Herta. Boy, they are dicing it up from about 10th on back. Guys like Newgarden and Kirkwood going wheel to wheel. One guard to the inside of Alexander Rossi. He wrestles a spot away. But, Mark, it is Scott McLaughlin, the pole sitter, leading him into turn number three. Joseph Newgarden trying to improve his position on Kyle Kirkwood. Can't get that done
3: just yet. And again, it's really tight through that switchback. The left-hander then back to the right. Scott McLaughlin with the lead of nine-tenths of a second now as they head to turn four. So coming
0: down over the bridge it will be Scott McLaughlin who is the pole center that will be leading by about five carlings over Pata Award before you get to Colton Herta, and then after that it is the fourth place runner. That is Alex Palou, although David Malukas had gotten around him. So Scott McLaughlin is your leader, working his way off turn number eight. Advantage, five car lengths. Then you wait just a
2: little bit before you get to Herda, Malucas, and then Alex Pillow. He was a pole sitter last year, finished a runner-up position. Scott McLaughlin makes his way down into turn number nine for the second time. Lap number one, complete Pottawa Ward, about four car lengths behind. Then Colton Hurta, six car lengths behind. David Malukas right there. Then Alex Pillow, he lost a position or two. Roman Rojan, there you your top five.
1: Yeah, it was really calm through about the first four or five on that opening lap. And then from about fifth on back, they were all over each other into turn 11. Things look a lot nicer this time by. It's McLaughlin, O'Ward, Herda, Malukas, and below the top five. We look back through the rear of the field, Mark. Everybody's kind of cycled it out. We've got one car coming to pit lane. That's Renus VK for an unscheduled stop. The leader is still Scott McLaughlin. And as Renus VK comes to pit road, he will pop into the view
6: of Alex Wolfe. As the right front tire changer waves, Rina's VK in. He comes in. He's on the alternate green tires. They got primary blacks. Seeing if they're checking out on that car. Looks like no issues. So a strategy call early in the race to go on to the primary blacks for Rina's VK. He's down and away.
3: Scott McLaughlin the lead of one second, Jake Query. You know, Nick
0: Yeoman said it best. Typically, it takes a couple of laps before we kind of Calm down to race pace just a little bit but it seems as though that's where we might be right now but a couple of americans battling in the race for third colton Herta runs in third it is david malucas just behind him malucas has been aggressive early got around alex polo michael young the next to come into
2: his view will be david malucas trying to reel in colton Herta. David Malukas running in that fourth position. Alex Pillow right behind him. They are your top five. Everybody
1: trying to find rhythm here at Music City Nashville, Tennessee, Nick Yeoman. Uh, not just uh, two American drivers, but two very, very young American drivers with bright futures. It is the battle for third. Colton Herta gets down to the left-hander of turn number 11 first. He accelerates the advantage about three car lengths over the driver from Chicago, Illinois, David Malukas. Yeah, Malukas
3: trying to keep pace. Alex Pillow hoping to do the same. Pretty good spacing back to uh, Roman Grosjean, Kyle Kirkwood, Will Power, Lundgaard, and Nugard. You're top 10, Davey. Um, I think everybody held their breath. Hope for a clean start. and That's exactly what we got.
8: Yeah, what a great start. I mean, nice, close battles. They be behaved. Early strategy pit stops. Get those softer compound green sidewall tires off the cars. Put the standards on. And what happens with these drivers pitting right now, it gets them out of traffic into clean racetrack. They can make up some good lap time and that's a, that's part of the strategy going into this event, doing a three-stopper more likely. In
3: third, United Rental sponsorship on the car of Graham Rahal as he makes a, a pit stop early, as Davy pointed out. Now, as they head back toward Michael Young, we see Scott McLaughlin with the lead of 1.5 seconds. The battle now, instead of her and Malukas, Michael Young, Malukas
2: being hawked by Alex Pillow. That's the battle for the fourth position. And that fourth position, you said it, Alex Pillow on the attack. Call it a car length and a half. David Malukas, the young man from Chicago, Illinois,
1: trying to hold off our poise leader, Nick. Yep, the Spaniard, Alex Pillow, still with that monster point lead. He's trying to track down Malukas. Give Roman Grosjean some credit. Grosjean all over the rear wing of Pillow. So call it a three-car battle, Mark Change for that fourth position. Malukas, Pillow, and Grosjean into turn number one. Kyle Kirkwood trying to
3: keep pace with that. If you look a little bit further behind them the battle for the eighth position will power with those pre-race troubles with that radio got that sorted out now his concern is with the 45 of christian Lundgard he is drawing a beat on will power the leaders head back to turn four but jake we're watching that fourth place battle between malukas and alex Polo
0: yeah because alex below would like to get that spot back that he gave up at the outset of the race they're in turn number six now but below's bigger issue as nick had mentioned might be roman grosjean who is now in there trying to take a peek at that fifth spot so David Malukas holds on to fourth as they work their way that 7-8 combo. Behind him, it's Alex Pillow. Then Pillow all of a sudden has Grosjean as well as Kyle Kirkwood that are starting to draw a bead.
2: We've seen it this entire 2023 campaign. This first stint has been magical for Alex Pillow. There's our leader, Scott McLaughlin, Pottawa Ward, Colton Herta. They're your top three. David Malukas starting to close in on the rear wing of Colton Herta, And then it's that battle we talked about Alex Pillow and Romain Grosjean.
1: That's a great point, Michael. Sometimes it looks like it's a battle for third, then maybe a battle for fourth, then maybe a battle for fifth. All four of those cars, up, Malukas, Pelot, and Grosjean, seem to be pretty evenly paced early in the race. Right behind Grosjean runs Kirkwood, and then Will Power, Mark, fresh off of those radio issues running right behind that pack. Six clean laps
3: complete. Your top ten, McLaughlin, Award, up Malukas, and Pelot. Grosjean, sixth, Kirkwood, seventh, power eight, Lundgarten, ninth, then Joseph Newgarten, tenth, at the Big Machine, Music City. Grand Prix. <music> Lap 7 complete, Music City, Big Machine, Music City Grand Prix. And, uh, Alex Pillow was able to get his way around David Malukas grabs the fourth spot So your top five McLaughlin award. Hurt of and Malukas. Uh, again, pit stops beginning for those, the strategy starting to unfold. Let's get an update from Alex Wolf.
6: And another early taker to the pit lane. The driver won the inaugural Music City Grand Prix two years ago. Marcus Erickson lined up 20th, came in off of the primary or off of the alternate greens onto the primary blacks, shell fuel, a fresh tear-off, 6.28 seconds for the Honda. Let's stay on
3: pit lane, check with the race engineer. Here's Ryan Marine with the HPD engineering update.
4: Now, today we get a chance to speak with Dan Layton, who is the media manager for Honda Performance Development. Everyone, I'm no happy to be back here in Nashville, but Honda especially. So, both of the previous two runnings of this race were won by Honda Power Drivers.
2: Yeah, that's correct. We're trying to keep that streak going, and also, we want every streak temporary street course race so far this year. I want to keep that street going and, and add to our Manufacturers Championship League. That's that's our three goals for today.
4: An atmosphere like this bringing the race to the people. How important is that from a marketing perspective for Honda? Yeah,
2: obviously this, the Mid-South is a big market for Honda. We love being here. It's great to see a good crowd. we got some
4: fantastic weather today after a couple of days of rain. So uh, looking forward to a really good race. Looks like it's turning into a real strategy contest today, too. We're all happy to see the sunshine, that's for sure. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Ryan.
3: Updates from Pedro, brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series to Georgia Hello,
13: Getting around David Malucas, he is told by his team, great job getting around Malucas, but he is also told multiple times, make sure to take care of those tires, something that I'm sure many teams are telling their drivers at the moment.
6: Alex Wolf. And we just saw another pit stop going off of the greens and onto the blacks, this time the 7 car for Errol McLaren, the Chevrolet of Alexander Rossi came in. Firestone tires, shell fuel, a clean pit stop for the McLaren crew. And uh,
3: Herta now has Alex Pillow in in his mirrors and uh, we saw Alex Pillow take his time, work his way around David Malukas and now Michael Young He's got the Colton Herta firmly in the crosshairs.
2: About a car length and a half behind is Alex below and Colton Herta. then Romain Rojan just got around David Malukas. So a lot of battling just outside those top two drivers there.
1: Boy, but Michael, you made such a great point moments ago about how good Alex Pillow has been on these early stints, and he's doing it again as they touched on. Got around David Malukas, and now putting the pressure on Colton Herta. Mark that battle for third, separated by just about three car lengths as they bend to the left and the right of turns one and two. Still pretty good battles all over the racetrack. David Malukas,
3: Kyle Kirkwood. That is the next really, really good battle, although Pillow is starting to draw a beat on Herta, McLaughlin, Award continue to pull away as they head back to Jake Query. Yeah,
0: as a matter of fact, let's take a look back in at that battle between Colton Herta and Alex Pillow as they work their way down off the bridge. That means that, of course, the inertia is there. Ramon Grosjean taking a look at it into turn six and seven. That battle still has Alex Pillow trying to reel in Colton Herta. they worked their way through turn number seven setting up for turn number eight Grosjean again behind him with Belukas and Kirkwood that is bunching up as well but let's take that look back in as they work their way now over the bridge Colton Herta, two car length advantage and he has it right now over the car behind him of Alex Palou.
3: pit stops continue Georgia Henneberry.
13: Well, strategy starting to unfold for the number six Aero McLaren of Felix Rosenquist. The green tires came off, the black Firestones came on, a splash of fuel, and he was down and away.
4: How about Ryan Marine? Expecting to see David Malukas in shortly. Just got a late call to make it to the pits. They've been talking to David on the radio, his Dale Coyne Racing team, to ask him if he can hang on a little longer, and he said no. He's about to come around the bend in the pit lane, and we expect to see the Chicago native, second-year driver, any moment now. First fast-six qualifying effort of the season. He was told before the race, it's our best qualifying effort. Let's make it our best finish as well. David Malukas is in. He goes off the greens and he has not been happy with. Little delay, but a a seven-and-a-half-second stop for the 18 crew.
3: Uh, Good call, uh, Ryan Moran, and welcoming David Malukas to Pit Road. And, Davey, there's a no-man's land that you experience on those alternates. And uh, and David Malukas, despite what the team was telling him, David Malukas is the guy in the cockpit. He's the one that feels that ultimately knows what he needs to come to Pit Road.
8: Yeah, lap 12. I mean, that's basically the number. I mean, we've seen drivers come in from lap 4, now to lap 12. They start you watching some of these cars sliding around. We see Maluka's come out right in front of VK who made one of those earlier stops. It does seem that these softer compound tires are just degrading very quickly i got to remember the top four are still on those right now, McLaughlin, Award, Hurd, and Pillow. One thing, when you have a good handling race car, it's easier on those tires, no question about it, and that's what the leaders are trying to stretch out some time before they make their first stop. So,
3: yeah, that was my next question. Okay, well, 1 through 14, they have yet to stop, and we see seen Maluka's lap 11, Lungard lap 10. So uh, how much longer do you think before we see these guys on this other strategy? Michael Young.
2: Uh, Some kind of problem for David Malukas, guys. I saw him wiggling as he came down the bridge, down into turn number nine. The back wing is off of that car. Now smoke coming off of that engine. Problems for David Malukas. He sits in the runoff here in turn number nine.
3: Uh, Lap number 12, McLaughlin, Award, Herna, Pillow, and Grosjean, the top five. Kirkwood, Power, Newgarden, Dixon, Armstrong, the top ten. Single car incident involving David Malukas at the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. 13 laps complete, McLaughlin Award, of Palo, Grosjean, the top five, Kirkwood, Power, Newgarden, Dixon, Armstrong, the top ten, Davey, Hamilton, a strange set of circumstances given the replay we saw with the incident involving uh, David Malukas.
8: Yeah, trying to look right now, it looks like, uh, you know, the rear wing, he comes over the bridge. And, I mean, I know it's puffy. the rear wing just broke off. Literally, it didn't look like he hit anything at all. He came to a stop. There was, it looked like a turbo fire. What happens is sometimes if you shut the car off immediately, there's still fuel in that turbo. It could catch on fire, and it looks like it created a little bit of a fire, got the cali-naught. We'll have to check into that. But, literally, he hit nothing. The wing broke off as he came off the bridge from the transition from the bridge to the land. It's concrete to asphalt. It just failed, and good job for him. I mean, that's a right-hander. You're going high speed. Man, he's lucky he didn't spin out right there and hit something.
3: Thanks for listening to the NTT IndyCar Series all across the country on these great radio stations, WWGO in Charleston, Illinois, WPAG in Burlington, North Carolina at 102.5 and 106.3. The game in Music City, Nashville, Tennessee.
2: Quick update from Michael Young. It looked like, to Davey's point, the uprights were still on the wing, and it just had separated. It's the oddest thing, and haven't seen anything like that in a long, long time. The uprights still on the rear wing, but the rest of it's gone.
3: Uh, Let's go to pit road. Alex Pelot comes to pit road for his stop.
13: Yeah, indeed, he did. The green Firestone tires came off. The black Firestone tires came on. No wing adjustments on the 10 of Alex Pallone. He was down and away. Great stop.
3: And, Davey, we see the car of Linus Lundquist subbing for Simon Pagino, and uh, what a what a great qualifying run he had this weekend.
8: Yeah, what an outstanding run he had this weekend. Qualified um, really well in that car. was in the top 15 most practices, top 11, I want to say. Uh, had a good ride out of it right now. Um, you know, doing a good job as well, just keeping clean. This is his first race. He's in 23rd because he just made that stop. Files him to the back. A little questionable. You know, I would have did with the leaders. I figured they'd come in and get off those greens. They didn't hurt a faked uh, uh, Polo, I think, a little bit. I don't know if Polo was going to come in regardless, but uh, the, the top three stay out on those green tires. Now, remember, Polo, he still has to do that additional stop. It didn't help him with fuel, but now he has some better tires on. He's off those greens right now.
3: And Davy for David Malukas, Feaster Famine, four top tens this season, but six finishes yeah. of 20th or worse.
8: Yeah, just a tough year. You know, he made that announcement that uh, that he's going to be leaving that team and going somewhere else. We don't know where that is. It seems like it's already put in place, but uh, what a great driver. What a great kid. It was great seeing them uh, um, having some success, really, Mark. I mean, that coin racing team needed a little shot in the arm. They just haven't had really any success with him or Stingray Rob. And so. It was good seeing him running up front and just having a failure like that. I I'll promise you the IndyCar series is going to look into that because usually the rear wings don't fell like that as you are coming down, getting ready for the green flag, Mark.
3: McLaughlin, Oward, Herta, Grosjean, Kirkwood, they'll climb back through the gearbox and uh, we'll get this restart underway. A couple of cars jockeying for position among them. Colton
1: Herta, robot Grosjean, side by side. Ah, uh, Grosjean just uh, got around Colton, Herta and Kyle Kirkwood as well. In fact, Colton Hurta is getting bounced to the outside wall. Will Power shoves it wide. guard gets around. So does Scott Dixon. Colton Hurta, a pinball mark
3: on this restart. A disastrous restart for Colton Hurta as he's going to tumble all the way back to the eighth position. Meanwhile, front two start to check away, uh, start to step away with Roman Grosjean and Kyle Kirkwood giving chase. So McLaughlin award, Grosjean Kirkwood will power the top five as they head back to Jay Query.
0: And as they come into view, McLaughlin has about a four car length advantage over award. Then it's Grosjean and it is very clear that several got past Colton of. But in turn, number eight goes Scott McLaughlin, setting up for the right-hander that will set him back over the bridge and over the Cumberland River. Advantage, about five car lengths, then about three car lengths before you get from award back to Roman Grosjean. Scott McLaughlin, pole sitter, so far clean on the streets of Nashville,
2: coming into the view
0: of Michael Young.
2: Elbows plenty wide on that restart. Scott McLaughlin already about a 10 car length advantage over Pato Award. Then four car lengths back to Roman Grosjean. Kyle Kirkwood running in that fourth position. Will Power in fifth. That is Cole Curtis sixth and everybody stacks up. Lucas VK, Joseph Newgard, Scott Dixon. Oh, Erickson nearly got into the wall.
1: All that action on the restart was from third on back. It's Grosjean who now moves into that third spot. Kirkwood fourth. The front four have separated a little bit with McLaughlin and Award leading the, the race. Will Power has the fifth spot held down and Colton herta giving chase late pass towards the rear of the field. Alexander Rossi, he'll get around Devlin D. De Francesco down here at turn 11.
3: Katie, do you think that Colton herta is suffering for the fact that he's on those alternates?
8: Yeah, for sure he is. And then he just had a, he kind of jumped his start. He had to get back behind Pato Award when he did that. Grosjean, Power and actually Newgarden actually all got by him. But then Newgarden uh, he should have just filed in behind his teammate and went through turn one side or nose to tell. He tried to go side by side, almost put both of them in the wall. That's him and Power. And when he did that, he lost all momentum and let Colton to get back, back around him.
3: And again, there's plenty of uh, close quarters racing. We'll go back and mention Colton Herta, Jake Query. Power has Fifth, Herta and VK giving chase toward him.
0: Yeah, VK is right on the rear wing of Herta. As a matter of fact, as they work their way onto the bridge off of turn number eight. Herta though, starting to draw a beat again on Will Power. So pretty good battle that you're looking at right now, Michael, talking about the fifth-place running Will Power, followed by Colton Herta, and then the seventh-place running Greenis VK. Colton
2: locked him up, nearly put it into the wall. Colton nearly got collected. Greenis VK now trying to get around him. Boy, he locked
1: him up. He's really having troubles on those alternates. So we'll see if Herda can gather it back up here in turn number 10. VK goes by Newgard. In fact, here comes Colton Herda. He can't go any longer. He's going to come to pit lane. Mark James, a disastrous last couple laps
3: for the California kids. And this is not the first time, Ryan Marine, they've had issues with the timing of the pit stops, much to the chagrin of Colton Erna and that game machine.
4: You're exactly right, Mark. Great frustration for Colton Herta. Just trying to hang on as best as he can. He's scrubbed the green sidewall off of his left front. The fuel is in. The tires are in. Oh, but the right rear. Problems with it. Big delay. They had to lift him up again. 9.6 seconds for Colton Herta's pit stop. Uh, Davey, pit
3: stops have been an adventure, unfortunately, for uh, Colton Herta's team this season. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and then you know what happened
8: there. He should have came in early. Obviously, his right front tire. Ryan could probably look at it. It's to the cords. It ripped completely apart. That tire was going to come apart and blow apart if he didn't pit. So, um, you know, he had no choice but to come in. And he just he was plumbing to the back. Now a slow pit stop. Just not uh, not a good day so far for Colton.
3: Let's go back to Ryan for that. Ryan, you have a good look at that Firestone (laughs) Firehawk.
4: Yeah, I got a visual on it. Let's just say you wouldn't want to put that back on your car. Big time blistering, big flat spot as well from that tire. And, yeah, you could see clearly why Colton Herta was struggling so much.
3: Uh, level of comfort for Scott
1: McLaughlin, Nick Yeoman, but not so much for Pato Award. Here comes Roman Grosjean. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Those 2 Andretti ready autosport cars, as rough as it's been for Colton Herta, got two pretty good ones parked in the front of the field. Grosjean running third, Kirkland running fourth, and they are putting the pressure on Pato Award as they hit the bridge. Uh, Will Power has gained some measure of comfort running
3: fifth. Jake Quarry, V. Kane trying to keep pace in the sixth position. Joseph Newgarden trying to keep pace seventh. Dixon, Erickson, Armstrong complete the top ten.
0: Curious how things looking at second right now because Roman Grosjean is trying to make it interesting with Pata Award. All of this happening well behind Scott McLaughlin who has worked his way into turn number seven. But that battle again for the second position, keeping an eye on it, is a good one. Talking about Roman Grosjean and Pata Award, Kyle Kirkwood is right there as well. McLaughlin over the bridge, about an eight-car length advantage. Then Pata Award, then following Pata Award, it's Roman Grosjean.
2: Grosjean, very aggressive in this second stint of this race, all over that rear wing of Padua Ward. Bounces ever so slightly as he makes his way through turn number four. Kyle Kirkwood in that fourth position, about eight car lengths behind.
1: Uh, this is all going on behind our race leader, Scott McLaughlin, about 10 car lengths behind, in fact. But the battle for second is on. Roland Grosjean putting the pressure on Padua Ward. Big time into turn number 11. Award stabs the throttle out of the corner, roars across the start-finish line. Grosjean bears down. On that rear wing to the left and the right of turns one and two. It's a good battle. Mark Chase separated by just a couple of car legs. Meanwhile, Joseph Newgarden has issues of his own. There are several cars
3: starting to stack up behind him. Newgarden running in the seventh position, giving chase to Scott Dixon, Marcus Erickson, Marcus Armstrong. Those teammates have been engaged in a pretty good battle. So much so, Jay Query, it has allowed them to catch up with seventh place running Newgarden, eighth place running Dixon.
0: Yeah, so we'll take a look at that battle to find out just how full Joseph Newgarden has. His hands here on the streets of his hometown, talking about Nashville, Tennessee. Again, Newgarden running in seventh. Then it's Dixon who is running in eighth. Erickson, just behind them. They work their way now off of turn number eight. Hold form, just as such. Dixon about three car lengths right now, trailing behind Joseph Newgarden.
2: Well, we'll see if Scott Dixon can get himself a second victory here on the streets of Nashville. But will have to do it without having any issues. Pato Award locks those tires up. Tires smoke on the car. Oh, Nick. Romain Grosjean has a great run down into turn
1: number 10. Here they come to turn number 10. Grosjean thought about it. Looks like he has to jump out of the throttle. But there's no doubt that Pato Award is struggling under grip in the heavy braking zones. That All that did was allow Kyle Kirkwood to close in, Mark. It's a three-car battle for second award. Grosjean and Kirkwood. Yeah, Kirkwood had fallen back about seven-tenths of a
3: second. Now, all of a sudden, he is right up with it with all the brake smoke flying off of those cars of Pato Award and Robot Grosjean. Scott McLaughlin says, Have at it, boys. I've enjoyed my four-second lead. Meanwhile, it's Pato Award, Robot Grosjean, Kyle Kirkwood now a three-car battle for second place to turn number four.
0: Yeah, right now, Scott McLaughlin's lone responsibility on the track is to alert everybody that they've got a couple of seconds before they can watch and wait for a great battle. Talking about Award, then Grosjean, and Kirkwood. They run second, third, and fourth they run that way through turn number seven award about a half a car length over grosjean then another half a car length back to kirkwood power is starting to draw a bead on all three of them as they work their way now mclaughlin with a heavy heavy and comfortable advantage then potter award ramon grosjean kyle kirkwood michael they're going to look like one when they come into your view Big comfortable
2: advantage when you talk about it, Jake. There goes Scott McLaughlin. Pato Award. More tire smoke. Struggling on those alternate tires. Roman Grosjean, Kyle Kirkwood. They're both there.
1: Will Grosjean get Pato Award this time through? He won't get him in turn 10, but there's no doubt, Michael, that out of turn 9, Grosjean is able to charge. He's just not close enough to put that front wing to the inside of Pato Award and make a pass attempt. Award gets nice run across the start finish line. He'll hold him at bay this time. Mark James again separated.
3: Just far 21 laps complete. McLaughlin, Award, Grosjean, Kirkwood, and Power, the top five. VK, Newgarden, Dixon, Erickson, Marcus Armstrong, the top ten. We pause ten seconds for state style notification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. want to thank McAllister's Deli for providing lunch to IndyCar Radio today. A fresh new app, bigger, better, sweeter rewards. Talking 10 points for every dollar. Free tea and sign-up just because treats. The best part, you choose when and where to use your points. Download the McAllister's app. Sign-up, start earning today. Learn more at McAllister'sDeli.com slash reward. And, Michael Young, you have seen the woes that have befallen uh, Pato Award, who was running second, but doing so on those alternate compounds.
2: Yeah, he locked them off, those tires. The tire smoke so bad as he comes to pit lane right now, Alex Wolf. And Pato Award takes off those greens, puts on the blacks. They're signaling towards the
6: left front, and he takes off, and it looks like they are showing definite wear and tear with those Firestone greens that have come off. More pit stops with Georgia Henneberry. His
13: Errol McLaren teammate Felix Rosenquist also coming to pit lane for his second stop of the day already. Firestone blacks came off, and Firestone blacks went right back on.
3: Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar series. And, Davey from our multi-screen monitor, yeah, that, that right front on the car, Pato Award, looks just like just like Colton Hurtis.
8: Yeah, once you lock that up, especially going to turn nine, heavy braking right there, you're hard on that right front tire. And it just, once it gets hot, blisters like that, boy, it just doesn't want to turn anymore. Those softer compound tires are struggling, especially the fronts. Everybody sees that problem pretty much, except for how about our leader, McLaughlin? He's still on them. 23 laps down. If he could wait three more laps, easy two-stopper for him. He puts the black primary tires on for the rest of this race. Looks like he has things well in hand early on here.
3: Uh, let's go back to the pit box of Potable Ward where Alex Wolf has gotten a good look at that right front.
6: And the Firestone engineer is looking at it as well and you can almost see how that right front tire is cambered because right now brushing his uh, middle finger along that is the Firestone engineer and you can see the fraying where that lockup was going on and that tire was starting to get flat spotted a little bit and coming apart.
3: 25 laps complete next time by your full field rundown. McLaughlin, Grosjean, Kirkwood, Power, VK, Newgarden and Dixon. That's through 7th place. They've yet to pit. Erickson pitted on lap number 6. Marcus Armstrong hasn't pitted yet. He's ninth. Rossi is 10th. Lundgaard is 11th. DeFrancesco is 12th. 13th is Elio Evans. 14th is Eilat. 15th is Ray Hall. 16th below. 17th Lundquist. 18th Ferrucci. 19th Hunter Ray. 20th Canapito. 21st Harvey. 22nd Rob. O'Ward is 23rd, Herta 24th, Benjamin Peterson 25th, Felix Rosenquist 26th, David Malukas is 27th out of the race, Dady. He was in contention, but a strange set of circumstances took him out of the race on lap number 11.
8: Yeah, that's right. And then you know, it's luck of the draw here. You have to have a you know pit strategy just right. We're already seeing it. Those that pitted under green, under under cautions, and we see right now our leaders coming in
4: for uh, for this first pit stop right now. That's McLaughlin.
3: And let's go to Ryan Marine, who will welcome him to pit road. Ryan, he has led all twenty four laps so far
4: pole sitter for the second straight year, Scott McLaughlin. He's been on a nice run of form and qualifying. Each of the last four races, he has started second or better. Scott McLaughlin made those green tires last while out in front. He's going down to the primary blacks. Waiting on the fuel. It is in. It's a quick stop. 6.7 seconds for Scott McLaughlin.
3: And because of the fact where this pit exit is, Dick Yeoman, do you have a look at that pit exit? Can you see if there's any traffic that's holding up McLaughlin?
1: Oh, Mark, he just came out in a boat loaded traffic. They'll be going across the bridge now, but you'll see it. I mean, there are a ton of lap cars right in front of our former race leader. And, Davey, we talked about
3: it right off the top. Both entry and exit here are probably more precarious than in any other racetrack.
8: Yeah, you got to be careful. Matter of fact, I seen uh, Pato Award pill off, I thought Newgarden was going to get in the back of him. You, you, you As soon as you come off a of turn 10, it's you got to immediately go into the pits. And that guy behind you, if he's close, he made, you know, there's opportunity to run into the back of him and then as, uh, as Nick just said, when he came out of gaggle of cars and he had to try to find his way in the middle of them, now he's going to find himself in traffic right now, but uh, r- still in good shape because by the time everybody cycles out, he should cycle his way back towards the front of this field.
3: Uh, but for now, that hands the lead to Roman Grosjean with Kyle Kirkwood giving chase. Will Powers currently running in the third position, and pitch strategy stopping on lap number three has put Rita's VK in good position for now. Joseph Dugarton is up the fifth, Scott Dixon sixth, Erickson seventh, Armstrong eighth. Pretty good battle for the ninth position between Alexander Rossi and the 45 of Christian Lundgaard as all of those cars make their way to Jake Query in turn number four.
0: So, Romain Grosjean works his way now through turn number five. Kirkwood, four car lengths behind him. Pretty good gap back before you get to willpower, but now navigating that 6-7 combo. Romain Grosjean, DHL machine, looks good, looks low into turn number eight now. About a four-car length advantage over Kirkwood. Then you wait, Michael. It's about an eight to ten car length gap back between Kyle Kirkwood and the third place running Will Power.
2: It's going to be interesting to see how this final couple of laps happen for these drivers. Ramon Grosjean back in. Nearly steps out. A little bit of oversteer for him. Kyle Kirkwood about eight car lengths behind. Then it's Will Power. Green V K. The good battle is for that fifth position. Joseph Newgarden, Scott Dixon, Marcus Erickson there as
1: well. Yeah, the good news is, Michael, as long as these uh, leaders are going on tires, there is no traffic in front of them due to everybody else pitting. So it's still Grosjean over Kirkwood. Big drop back to Will Power. Then Renus VK, who actually pitted on lap two of this race, he runs fourth. And then it's another Chevrolet, Joseph Newgarden running out the top five. Davey just saw Lena Slutquist
3: work his way around Devlin De Francesco. He's worked that 60 car up to 15th.
8: He sure has. I think De Francesco's coming in right now, too, Mark. Looks like he may have some left front wing damage. I don't see him going to change it right now. He's in his pit box, but that left front wing, when he's up to speed, is dragging the ground.
3: Yeah, the, some issues for Devlin DeFrancesco, and he uh, heads to pit road to the attention of his crew. That 29 machine is there, and Devlin DeFrancesco stalled it momentarily. A pretty slow exit. Looks like Ryan hunter Ray coming out with him, Davey. So uh, that pit window certainly is open, especially for these drivers who have yet to pit.
8: Yeah, um, I expect to see Grosjean, Kirkwood, Power. They're running first, second, third right now. I expect them to pit soon. Also, Newgarden, Dixon, uh, they're, they're the ones that have a pitted than Armstrong. So once they cycle around, now, even VK pitted on lap three, and Erickson on lap six, not a lot of fuel left, but they are on the primary tires, so it's going to be more about tires than fuel as Grosjean comes in pit lane right now, Mark. Yep,
3: Roman Grosjean brings that DHL machine to pit road. He, uh, this will be the uh, third lap now that he has led after taking over for Scott McLaughlin. Good start to the day, a promising day unfolding for the driver of the DHL machine, Alex Wolf.
6: And they take off the primary blacks and they put on another set of primary blacks. We watch for a front wing adjustment. It doesn't happen. The right front tire change tells them to go. Four tires and shell fuel. Uh, Will Power comes
3: in just in front of him, Brian Marine.
4: He was running P3 before this pit stop. He started on the primary blacks. Now he's going to have to take his medicine as he goes to the alternate greens. Just waiting on the fuel. Another quick stop for Team Penske. Just a shade under seven seconds for Will Power. Back to Georgia Henneberry.
13: Well, Kyle Kirkwood will be coming into the attention of his crew shortly. He thought they might have pitted a little bit earlier. They said, no, no, stay out. We're trying to extract as much as we can from these Firestone black tires. As he comes in, the Firestone greens are sitting on pit lane. They'll be ready as soon as he gets to them.
3: A pretty good drag race between Will Power and Padua Ward headed to turn four, Jay Query. Yeah, for right
0: now, Will Power is going to hold on to that position, but we'll see how long that lasts because it looked like he might have been able to Going into this area off the bridge, hold him off. But does Pata Award have more straight line speed? We shall remain to see whether or not that is the case as Power has about a two-car length advantage now, heading over the bridge over Pata Award. Kyle Kirkwood
3: will be the next one to come to Pit Road, Georgia Henneberry.
13: Yeah, and as we mentioned, the Firestone Blacks came off. The Firestone Greens came on. They filled that forty-seven up with fuel, and he's down and away.
3: Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. So among the front runners, those yet to come to Pit Road are Scott Dixon and also Joseph Newgarden and Ryan Marine. They're coming now.
4: Both of those guys in, both of them getting service. It was Newgarden leading the way. Close call, leaving the pits there for Dixon. Nearly collided with Renas VK, who slots in between Newgarden and Dixon. Alex Wolf. Renas VK came
6: in. That strategy call, able to make Hay get towards the front of the field. He goes on to the black tires. We also see Marcus Armstrong in the pits as well, along with Graham Rahal getting busy here
8: in the middle of the pits.
3: Davey, how about that call? Renas VK came in on lap number three and just came back.
8: He just came back, yeah, you you know, he was in that window, the green tires for VK, I mean, he ran the, I think he started on the greens, got him off immediately, he's on the blacks, Um, you know, he's he's in strategy with the leaders, to be honest with you, he could maybe stretch that fuel out to still do that two-stopper.
3: Uh, so, Davey, now that the dust has settled, we still have cars that uh, pitted earlier that have now moved their way to the front. Erickson is shown as your leader. Alexander Rossi is in the second position, Davey. Then Elio Castro Castroneves and Callum Eilat. Then we go back to fifth spot where Alex Below is in front of Linus Lundqvist. They last pitted on, on lap 14. Then it's Grosjean, uh, and Kirkwood, and McLaughlin.
8: Yeah, and I think what, once it cycle's out, it's going to be Kirkwood, Grosjean, and McLaughlin. Even though McLaughlin had a nice big lead, what happened when he pitted, he came out right in the middle of a load of traffic. He wasn't able to take advantage of clear track time. So Kirkwood and Grosjean were getting better lap times at that time, find themselves in front of him right now. They're all close. They're all running right to, right together. But I think when in you know, about five more laps, you're going to see Erickson, Rossi, Castro Neves, uh it's going to leave Palo in the lead for a few laps. He'll have another six laps of fuel after that.
3: Uh, so Marcus Erickson, Alexander Rossi, Elio Castro and Evans are your top three. They last pitted on lap six, lap nine, and lap five. Then Palo, lap 14, Linus Lundquist, lap 14. Then we go back to Kirkwood, who's currently sixth. Davey, this kid must like street courses because he won earlier at Long Beach.
8: Yeah, no, he does, and you never know what he could pull off because that was his first win. He wants another one. Like I said, right now, he came out favorable when it cycles through. Now, there's two distinctive pit strategies, Pillow, Lundquist, uh Cantapino, Harvey. They're on that 14s the last time they, they pitted, but the other one is, is Kirkwood, Grosjean, McLaughlin, Newgarden, and Dixon. Uh, VK following him up would be in sixth at that time on that longer strategy definitely doing the two stops. And
3: Davey, time to give a shout out to our good friend, the president of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Doug Bowles. He was in Music City this weekend. Doug informed me that he is driving back, listening to IndyCar Radio. I think Doug's going to be a little busy this week. He's got something going on at the World's Greatest Race Courses.
8: Well, just weekend. tell me when he's not busy. That's for, for <laughs> one. I mean, Doug, no matter what you see him, whether it's on TV during the week and or at these races, and uh, you know what a, what a great job he does. And it was good seeing him here this weekend, enjoying the weekend festivities. And yep, I imagine he is on his way back because he does have a busy weekend coming up. Looking forward to it as well.
3: Yeah, lots of programming from your friends here at IndyCar Radio Joining forces with our good friends, our family, if you will, for the Performance Racing Network. That's coming up next weekend at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 31 laps complete. Erickson Rossi below. They are on a different strategy. Kirkwood, last pitted on lap 29. He's fourth. Lundquist, last 14, is currently running fifth. Sixth Grosjean, seventh McLaughlin. Augustin Catapino, 8th, Jack Harvey, ninth, Joseph Newgarden, 10th. Let's give you the full field rundown. Scott Dixon, 11th, Reedus VK, 12th, Will Power, 13th, Pato Award, 14th, 15th, Lundgaard, 16th, Robb, 17th, Herta. 18th, Armstrong, 19th, Castro Nevis, 20th, Rosenquist, 21st, Eilat, 22nd, Peterson, 23rd, Ferrucci, 24th, Rahul, 25th, Francesco, 26th, Hunter Ray, David Malucas running 27th. He's out of the race, we should say, after 11 laps. Four leaders, three lane changes, two cautions for three laps at the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Uh, lap number 33, the lead is cycled back to Alex below, and Alex Wolfe will tell us why. Came out. So Pelo Kirkwood Lundquist Grosjean and McLaughlin Davy Hamilton. It was time for Erickson and Alexander Rossi to come to pit road.
8: Yeah, it was. They came in. They made their stops. Pelo's not going to be far behind. He last pitted on lap 14. We were a little surprised that he he shot in about Lundquist in that 60 car front of third right now. He's on the same strategy as Pelo. Top five right now. Mark Pelo Kirkwood Lundquist. Great run by him. Grosjean and McLaughlin now. When this all cycles through, it's going to be Kirkwood, Grosjean, and McLaughlin. McLaughlin got hung up, unfortunately. When he came out, it was right amongst a big goggle of cars, and and uh, Stingray Rob was, you know, trying to get out of the way. Just somewhere he had nowhere to go, held McLaughlin up quite a bit, and uh, that's where he lost the ground on Kirkwood and Grosjean.
3: Yeah, I know. Strategy has put him in the 14th position, but right now, and I know there's over half the race left to go. But but, but let's face it, the folks at Meyer Shake have to be over the moon happy with Leedus Lundquist this weekend.
8: Oh, you know, without a doubt. I mean, he's running third right now. I mean, we'll see how it all cycles out. He's on a little different strategy, but guess what? He's on a pr- probably maybe a good strategy. It's, it's Pelo, uh, our points champion right, or our points leader right now, former champion of this series with Chip Ganassi. And you know, when you're running with Plow, Kirkwood, uh, and Grosjean, McLaughlin, you're with good company. So great job by him. Really good job.
3: Let's go back to Alex Wolfe. Get an update from pit road.
6: Alexander Rossi came in with the Arrow McLaren Chevrolet number 7 for his second pit stop of the day. He remained on the primary black tires, no adjustments, a fresh sheriff, and shell fuel, and he was down and away.
3: Michael Young, Roman Grosjean has a very fast race car in Nashville today.
2: And he is very aggressive here today as well. We were talking about the success of Linus Lundqvist. He was in that third position. Grosjean got around him down here. It turned number time the last time by him, Mark.
3: Interesting to note that uh, Alex Pillow is your leader by 1.1 seconds. However, I don't know that it's necessarily a comfortable advantage. Kyle Kirkwood last pitted on lap 29, Jake Query. he has a, 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 a set of tires with 15 fewer laps on them.
0: So Kyle Kirkwood works his way behind Alex Pillow. Call it 8, Carla separating the two of them as they start now to come down off of that bridge and work their way around that six seven eight combo polo works his way makes that right-handed turn kirkwood right behind him then it's grosjean and then that upstart rookie lenis lundquist that we talked about they are the front four right now setting up now turn number eight kyle kirkwood grosjean behind him calling about a four car length separation as they now start to work their way that elevation up over the cumberland river
2: Alex Pillow now makes his way down into turn number nine. He makes that left handed Rajon's starting to close. And here comes Scott McLaughlin. He's on the
1: charge. He will make his way around Linus Lundqvist. He'll take over that fourth position. Yeah, McLaughlin not used to staring at the rear wings of race cars today. But he does move into that fourth spot, getting around Lundqvist. Into turn number 11. It's still Alex Pillow by about four car lengths over Kyle Kirkwood. Another three back to Grosjean. And then that's battle for uh, fourth that just broke off. McLaughlin and Lundqvist, the top five. And again, there's going to be a decided
3: advantage for those who have 15 fewer laps on a set of tires. That would be Kirkwood, Grosjean, and McLaughlin. Lundquist last pitted on 14 uh, lap 14. catapino can't keep pace. He, too, along with Jack Harvey, last pitted on lap number 14. But Alex Pillow, Jake Query, is enjoying a 1.3-second advantage.
0: Yeah, this is what Alex Pillow seemingly does. Granted, he, of course, is on an earlier pit stop, or rather still do a pit stop than those behind him, Kirkwood, and... But typically when Alex Pillow gets a lead, he is able to pad it, build it for himself before he has to come in. He is off turn number eight, about a five-car length advantage over Kyle Corkwood. That's currently what is being enjoyed by that car number 10, the blue and white of the Spaniard, Alex Pillow
2: been quite a season for Alex Pillow. All those victories back-to-back, and he is in charge of this race, at least at this moment. He's got the blacks. Kyle Kirkwood on those alternate greens, Nick, and it's interesting.
1: Kyle Kirkwood able to keep pace with Alex pelo at least at this juncture of the stint. Yeah, Pillow's got the older tires, but in the long run, he might have the preferred ones, so we'll see how this all balances out. Right now, the advantage is stabilized. It's about five car lengths across the finish line. Pillow, back to that pink and white car of Kyle Kirkwood. Kirkwood still having his mirrors filled up with his teammate Rojon in third. So Davey, let's break down the point that they're
3: making. Who has the advantage here? Kirkwood, who last pitted on lap 29 with the alternates, or below who last pitted on lap 14 with the primaries?
8: Well, I, I think right now that they're pretty equal right now, in all honesty. But the strategy that I like best is the Kirkwood strategy. It's the two-stop strategy. Now, he just needs to make sure he takes care of those alternate tires for this full stint, in the, this full second stint. So, Pillow um, and the one would be better. But right now, they're probably pretty close.
3: Uh, let's get a peek at that strategy. I think it's starting to unfold a little bit because Colton hurt a last pitted on lap 17, Ryan Marine.
4: That's right. Remember, he had that disastrous stop. A couple of things happened. One, he had the major tire wear, but two, they had an issue on the tire change of the right rear. This one was much more copacetic. Colton Hurta downed away.
3: So he is downed away. So Davey Hamilton, we see he last pitted on lap 17. So that tells us or gives us an idea that perhaps below Lundquist and Harvey, we should be seeing them soon.
8: Yeah, that's right. You can get about 22, 23 laps is the number of between stops is where you should be able to go. in the greens, you know, you got to be careful and try to get that much. I think uh, McLaughlin, matter of fact, he got 23 out of his. Um, so you got to be careful. Now, what happened to Colton Hurta and what put him back so far and why he's struggling? is he pitted right after a a caution. So that put him so far behind the field, behind a lot of traffic. And so when he cycled back out, it just kind of ruined his day.
3: And again, he had trouble with the left rear, uh, the right rear, as Ryan Marine reported, and extended the length of that stop. Meanwhile, we check back in on the leader. He has a lead of 1.1 seconds, talking about Alex Pillow with Kirkwood, Grosjean, McLaughlin-Lundquist trying to keep pace.
0: Yeah, Pillow has set his way now through turn number seven. That battle behind him is starting to really close up a little bit, Grosjean and Kirkwood and McLaughlin is right there Scott McLaughlin Michael let's take a look at that because McLaughlin was on the charge but then now it's kind of been held up behind that duo of Kirkwood and Grosjean so let me know how Scott McLaughlin looks right now he's got about four car lengths to make up before he gets to that duo in front of him.
2: We'll see how aggressive he gets, but I'll keep my eye on that battle for second. It's really Roman Grosjean who's closed in on that rear wing of Kyle Kirkwood. The greens potentially wearing out. Nick Grosjean
1: very, very active today out here at this point of the course. Yeah, he's been putting the pressure on his teammate Kyle Kirkwood, no doubt over the last several laps. This is all happening about three car lengths behind our race leader. And for more on Alex Pillow, we go to Georgia Henneberry.
13: Yeah, you talk about that strategy of Alex Pillow currently in that lead position, 1.7 by 1.7 seconds over Kyle Kirkwood. The team tells him you are in the lead and you know what to do, which is just a testament to how strong that American leadership, Ganassi racing team, is at the moment. There's been no chatter on the radio of when to pit, but the team seems to be a cohort that it will be soon.
3: Uh, Davey Hamilton, I always told my kids when they were in school to sit next to the smartest kids in the class. That might help their grade point average a little bit. I I spent plenty of time sitting next to you. I see all the notes and the numbers. So we're about ready to complete the halfway point, lap 40 of 80. So who has the advantage and why in terms of the pit strategy?
8: Yeah, I still think it's going to be Kirkwood, Grosjean, McLaughlin. um, And then it jumps down to Newgarden, Dixon, and then Erickson. I think they're going to be on the best pit strategies because of... They are making a two stop out of it, and this is a long pit road. Takes a lot of time to get down it, a lot of time lost. Now, if cautions come out, I'm going to throw that all out the window. But if it goes clean and green the rest of the time, I feel those are the teams and those are the cars with the benefit.
3: Uh, that lead is dwindling down to six tenths of a second for Alex Belover, Kyle Kirkwood, Grosjean, McLaughlin, Lundquist, the top five, Harvey, Newgarten, Dixon, Erickson, and VK, the top ten, Rossi, 11th, Power, 12th. Award 13th, 14th Lundgaard, 15th Armstrong, 16th Castro Neves, 17th Felix Rosenquist, 18th Eilat, 19th Ray Hall, 20th Ferrucci, 21st Canapino, 22nd DeFrancesco, 23rd Hunter Ray, 24th Rob, 25th Erna, 26th Peterson, David Malukas, the lone car out of the race listed in 27th. There have been five leaders, four lead changes. McLaughlin has led 24 laps, two cautions for three laps. 40 laps complete in the Big Machine, Music City, Grand Prix. Uh, 41 laps complete. Business picking up at the front of the field. Nick Yeoman, Pillow, Kirkwood, Grosjean, McLaughlin run one, two, three, and four.
1: Throw a blanket over him. Alex Pillow, those alternate green tires may be fading him. And excuse me, the primary black tires as Kirkwood starting to run them down. Grosjean's right there, as is Scott McLaughlin, who dominated the early portion of the race. Mark, they are nose to tail, bending the left to the right of turns one and two in front of the race fans. Yeah, pretty comfortable. Those four,
3: talking about Pillow, Kirkwood, Grosjean, and McLaughlin, they have some separation as Linus Lundquist running in the top five decides to come to pit road.
6: He's putting the black tires on, and he is in the literal hot seat as that car a little bit earlier lost the cooling scoop. So the temperature going to go up on this hot and humid day for the 2022 Indy Next champion. A smooth, clean stop, and that's about all he can ask for in this maiden voyage in the NTT IndyCar series. Front four, back to Jay Query.
0: It is not often that we can say that Alex Palou might be holding up just a little bit those that are running in front. Because he has the lead, those tires might be going off a little bit. Kyle Kirkwood, Romain Grosjean scott mclaughlin all three are making sure that that lead is razor thin now for alex polo works his way off turn number eight alex polo has a three car length advantage over kyle kirkwood
2: We'll say he's doing a masterful job about not using up what he has. It's one, two, three, and four. as Roman
1: Grosjean. He's the big winner. Gets the best jump out of turn number nine. Within a car length, like the second place running, Kyle Kirkwood. They all get hard on the brakes of turn number 10. Alex Pillow leads him out of that corner. He'll accelerate to about a two-car length advantage over that pink and white machine of Kyle Kirkwood. Then it's one car length back to Roman Grosjean. A half a car length back to Scott McLaughlin. They're all over each other into turn number one. Resetting for
3: you, Pillow. Last pitted on lap number four. On the primaries. Kirkwood's on the alternate. He last pitted on lap 29. Grosjean's on the primary. Pitted on lap 28. McLaughlin pitted on lap 25. He, too, on the primaries. Well behind them. Newgarten on the alternates. Along with Dixon, they run fifth and sixth and all head back to J. Query.
0: And so they all work in running in that form as they set up now through turn number six. This time, Pelot, it is closer with Kirkwood on his rear wing, then Grosjean. McLaughlin is the other interested spectator in all of this. He is right on the rear wing of the third place running Roman Grosjean. Matter of fact, that might be the best battle. McLaughlin trying to get third away from Grosjean. Pelot letting all of this happen behind him with about a two-car length advantage over Kyle Kirkwood. Alex Pelot, then Kyle Kirkwood, followed by Roman Grosjean and Scott McLaughlin
2: heading into turn number nine. Grosjean and McLaughlin being patient, but now Scott McLaughlin said, I've had enough. He's alongside Romain Grosjean, but he'll have to tuck underneath that rear wing. They've got the better Firestone tires at this point, but obviously the two cars in front of them holding the rub neck,
1: they need to go if they want to make hay. That's right. The battle continues out of turn number 10. It's a four-car battle for the race lead of the Music City Grand Prix. Alex Below, we see some flack fly off of those Firestone tires. He's got the lead into turn number one. McLaughlin, Marky's going to have to gather it back. Back up if he wants to make another attempt at third, Grosjean. I'm
3: not going to be on you know, an easy target because of some of the issues he had, most notably in qualifying with Dady. Roman Grosjean did not play nice with Scott McLaughlin in the interest in turn number nine.
8: Yeah, no, he held his own, didn't he? I mean, he gave him that outside. Well, it was the inside at one point going over that bridge, made it the outside, and uh, Grosjean definitely didn't want to let him go as they go down in turn four, kind of doing the same thing. McLaughlin's right behind him, but Grosjean's doing all he can to keep him behind.
3: Interesting to see how hard they push Jake Query because, again, they know Pillow has to stop at some point. He last pitted on lap number 14. Kirkwood, Grosjean, McLaughlin last pitted in the mid to late
0: 20s. Yeah, Kirkwood has his teammate, Ramon Grosjean, just behind him, and then Grosjean has the guy that seemingly he's been linked to all year in battles with Scott McLaughlin. Still pretty even, one through four, Michael. Alex Pillow leading those three.
2: You talk about St. Petersburg, Barber Motorsports Park. These two have a history, and Roman Rojan has about a two car link to manage. Looks like Rojan got a great run on Kyle Kirkwood down to 10.
1: They'll exit out of turn number 10, and we're going to have a change for the lead. It's not going to be a pass. It's because Alex Pillow is bringing that American Legion car to pit lane. So Kirkwood takes over the race lead. As for Pillow, he's in front of Georgia Henneberry. This is
13: a long way to pit stop of Alex Pillow. He brings the 10 to the attention of his crew. Firestone Blacks go off. Firestone Blacks come on there filling this machine
3: up with fuel. Uh, he led 12 laps before he came to pit road to Michael Young in turn nine.
13: Devlin D.
2: Francesco just locked up those tires, tire smoke, and he put the nose into the tire barrier, trying to throw it in reverse and keep us from going under caution. No, it will happen. Caution out here at the Music City Grand Prix.
3: Devlin D. Francesco bumps the tire barrier in turn number nine just after Alex Below pitted. 45 laps complete, and uh, again, Michael Young, you say now it's just a
2: local caution i It looked like a local caution. I saw the green come out as they made their way down into turn number 10, the yellow going into this turn, but he got himself rolling, so it looks like everything is okay. But, man, that would have been disastrous for the leaders. So here comes our leader right now, Kyle Kirkwood. He's in on those alternate tires, and Roman Grosjean, Scott McLaughlin, all those cars bouncing around, trying to take advantage. But, Nick, I will say Kyle
1: Kirkwood's doing a great job on those alternates. He's doing a fantastic job holding off his teammate Roman Grosjean out of turn number 10. In fact, he's extended the lead. It was about a car length. Now that he doesn't have pelo holding him up, he's opened it up to about three or four car lengths. Then it's Crojean in that DHL car sitting in second. Mark, he's got his hands full with Scott McLaughlin in third.
8: And for those
3: of you that are wondering where Alex Pillow cycled back in, Davey, he cycled back into the 17th position, again, sitting on lap 45.
8: That's right. Comes into this race, 75 points to the good on this championship. Right now, he's 62 points to the good. Loss of points to Joseph Newgarden, who runs in fourth place right now. Just I think they got on the wrong strategy. I think they pitted him a little bit too early. And But, you know, race isn't over yet. Yellows could come out, things can change. But right now, seems like the top... Uh, let me see here, Mark. It seems like about the top 11... Or I'm sorry, for that, the top 12 seem to be in pretty good shape for strategy. Right now he's looking at DeFrancesco coming to the pits, continuing to lock those tires up. He has nose wing damage from the start, so uh, he's having a rough day.
3: Uh, a, a measured approach to this day by Joseph Newgarden, Davey. Uh, he started in the 8th position, and he has moved up. And uh, right now, before we talk more about that, let's look at that battle for second into turn
2: number 9. It was an amazing opportunity for Scott McLaughlin to get around Lamar
1: Grosjean. He was unable to do it, but Nick, he's all over
2: that rear wing.
1: Yeah, it seems like Turn Nine's been the spot that McLaughlin's tried to get around Grosjean. Now he's got to gather it back in down here in Turn Eleven. Grosjean bends that steering wheel to left. That yellow and red car hammers the throttle across the start finish line. He'll open it back up. M- McLaughlin, though, Michael, no doubt putting the pressure on. Mark all this happening right behind Kyle with the race leader, in Turn Three. Davey, back to Joseph Newgard. We'll pick that
3: battle back up in a bit, but. Joseph yeah. Dugard worked his way up to fourth.
8: Yeah, he's been plucking away, just car at a time. He hit when his pit stop. When he did his pit stop, he was able to come out on clean track mark, make up a lot of time, got ahead of Dixon, Erickson, and uh, right now I'm in that fourth spot, as you said,
3: pit road to Georgia.
13: Felix Rosenquist makes his third pit stop of the day. Firestone black tires off. Firestone black is right back on the Arrow McLaren number six. He's down and away.
3: More on Joseph Dugarden for Brian Marine.
4: Something that's really helped him on this stint was how long he was able to go on the first one. It's been an all-push stint for Joseph Newgarden. Tim Sindrick told him about ten laps ago, no need to worry about fuel. Push, 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 and he's making up some ground.
3: Battle for second goes back to turn nine, and Michael Young, Grosjean, and McLaughlin.
2: And we'll have the machine of WD Francesco in the way. Nearly had the back end step out of Scott McLaughlin as a dispatch of WD Francesco. Still have Roman Grosjean in
1: second, Scott McLaughlin third. Yeah, Ric Flair energy drink on the side of that car and I imagine both Grosjean and McLaughlin were going woo get out of the way. Here they come through turn 11 that battle for second is still on Grosjean by about a half a car length but Mark it looks like Scott McLaughlin just ready to pounce and take that second spot away 48
3: laps complete this time by Kirkwood, Grosjean, McLaughlin, Newgarden Dixon the top 5, Erickson VK, Rossi, Will Power, Pato Award the top 10, Lundgaard, Castro Neves, Ray Hall, and Pelo through 15th, Jake Query let's follow that battle for second around one more time yesterday i
0: was told nick yeoman would do a better woo than i and it turns out the result of that was kind of like scott mclaughlin's Attempt to get around Ramon Grosjean last lap. Fell a little bit short. Wondered actually if Grosjean was able to take the best shot of Scott McLaughlin, but I'm not certain necessarily that was the case because McLaughlin Michael is going to try, I think, to give it another look. He's right on the rear wing of the DHL machine. Ramon Grosjean running second, but he knows Scott McLaughlin is lurking right on his rear wing as they head into tournament nine.
2: We'll see what happens come Christmas time, and who's on whose Christmas card list. Roman Grosjean a two-car length advantage this time through turn number nine, but Grosjean goes wide. That will open the door for Scott McLaughlin. They go side by side down into turn number ten. move McLaughlin to second place.
1: It is. It's a drag race down into the corner, and Scott McLaughlin has that position. So McLaughlin moves into the second spot and immediately starts to check out on Roman Grosjean. It's a two-car length advantage. Make it four or five. In fact, Grosjean is struggling out of turn eleven. He's trying to fend off that lap car of Devlin DiFrancesco. De and just behind DeFrancesco comes Joseph Newgarden.
3: So he is starting to work into the mix. Business picking up. Lap 50 complete next time by Kirkwood, McLaughlin, Grosjean, Newgarden. Erickson, the top five at the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. 50 laps complete. Thanks to these stations for carrying the big machine. Music City Grand Prix, WIXC Orlando, Florida, WLME Owensboro, Kentucky, our flagship station the in the great city of Indianapolis. Like 107.5, the fan update from Pit Road. Let's start with Georgia Henneberry
13: Well, the Kyle Kirkwood crew, Ainsredi Autosport number 27, awaits the machine to come to Pit Lane, but they told him before this pit stop, make sure to watch that right rear tire. He's a He's to his crew now. Those Firestone Greens are going to come off. Firestone Black's going back on, so he's going to be going for a longer stint in the latter half of this race than
4: he's got. I'm expecting to see Scott McLaughlin in on this lap. Just on the previous lap, we saw Joseph Newgarden and Scott Dixon, both pit in unison. Both of them were getting off of the greens to go to the Blacks to close this event out.
3: Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. Alex Wolfe.
6: Alexander Rossi is on the pit lane. He's going on to black tires, but that is an extended pit stop as they look to be checking out things. Right in front of him, Roman Grosjean is going to be coming in. He'll be on the alternate greens, and that is a lengthy stop, actually. I think the engine is off for Alexander Rossi. He had some excitement a little bit earlier with Renas VK that we can recap, but momentarily, Roman Grosjean should be coming in for his final stop. Kyle Kirkwood's
3: stop may have just won him the race, Davey Hamilton. A lot could happen, but he skipped out. In front of Alex below.
8: Yeah, he sure did. Good run by him, and it's going to come down when it all cycles out. He's got, he's going to cycle through. Okay, that should be his last pit stop. Twenty nine laps to go. Going to stretch the fuel somewhat. Now it's about taking care of the tires. Mark, he has, he needs clean racetrack right now as McLaughlin comes in.
3: Uh, Scott McLaughlin heads to pit road. He has led twenty five laps on the day, including the first twenty four. Ryan Marini just reinherited the lead because we're in that pit window.
4: He may yet cycle back to it. He lost some ground after his first pit stop because he was released into traffic. Got held up by Stingray Rob for a couple of laps. Here comes Scott McLaughlin. A tear-off off the arrow screen. Front wing change of one turn. We wait on the fuel. It's 7.2 seconds. Scott McLaughlin rejoins. And
1: Nick Yoman keep an cool. eye on it. It's going to be tight, but it looks like Kyle Kirkwood's going to sneak by. McLaughlin gets out ahead of Alex Pillow, but he was not able to beat Kyle Kirkwood into turn number three, Mark James. Uh, let's go back to pit Road. Check in with Alex Wolf.
6: Roman Grosjean going to be coming in momentarily on the alternate greens. Behind him, it's the left rear. Looks like a toe link for Alexander Rossi. That's his issue. For Roman Grosjean, they've been fiddling with the tire pressures really for the, the whole time since Scott McLaughlin passed him, and we'll have him momentarily when he makes his last stop.
3: So, David Grosjean, Power, Castro, and Evans all need to stop, and that'll cycle them back to Kyle Kirkwood, and then behind him will be McLaughlin, Palo, and Linus Lundqvist.
8: That's right. Once they, once they pit, though, let me see. It's a 15-second. Grosjean should come out in that third position. Power, you know, finds himself up there as well in that second position. Yeah, he should be in that fourth position when they all cycle through.
3: And here comes Roman Grosjean. He brings the DHL machine to pit road. Will Power coming in just behind him. Let's go to pit road. Follow those stops. We'll start with Alex Wolf.
6: Roman Grosjean hits his marks. He's got the primary blacks on. Here comes the alternate greens. he got a couple of extra laps. They hope he'll take him home to the checkered flag. And just in front of him, Alexander Rossi goes out in about an eight-second pit stop for the 28. Uh, We see Will
3: Power also exiting pit road a few stops ahead. Nick Yeoman called the traffic off of pit road. Yeah, I'll tell you
1: what. Roman Grosjean's going to be in heavy, heavy traffic. He is far away from his teammate Kyle Kirk. So, so Robot Girls' works his way back
3: into the middle of a lot of traffic, and Marcus Erickson is there. A couple of the uh, Errol McLaren cars are there, including Pottawell Ward and Alexander Rossi. So, uh, you, you, you got to come when you got to come, Davey Hamilton, but sometimes the timing of it is not really good.
8: The, yeah, and here's another tough part for those guys. Uh, we got Kirkwood. And you got uh, Grosjean putting on and, and Will Power all on the green softer compound tires. We already know they don't last very good. Well, they got a 27 lap stint. That's a long ways. You remember they were coming. Some of the teams were coming in lap four to get them off. The longest I have seen anybody was about lap 20 or 21. Right. And they started to come apart, including Pato Awards. So that's a long ways to go on that softer compound tire.
3: Uh, so we can reset now, and we can tell you that it's Kirkwood, McLaughlin, Pello, Newgarden, and Dixon the top five. Erickson, Award, Grosjean, Lundgaard, and Harvey the top 10. Will Power 11th, Elio Castroneva is 12th, Ilon is 13th, 14th is Rahal, 15th is Armstrong, 16th is Herta. 17th is Rob, 18th is Rosenquist, 19th is VK, 20th Lundquist, Peterson is 21st, Ferrucci 22nd, Catapino 23rd, 24th is Hunter Ray, 25th is DeFrancesco. Rossi has shown his two laps down, and David Malouk out of the race. He completed only 11 laps. Marcus Erickson, plus 14 on the day. Harvey is plus 12. Kirkwood, plus 7. Dixon, plus 7. Uh, Scott McLaughlin has led twice for 25 laps. Pillow has led 12, Kirkwood 8, Erickson 4, and Grosjean 4. And Davey, as it stands right now, Alex Pillow is holding serve, came in with an 80-point lead right now. He is plus 4 on the day in terms of points.
8: Yeah, plus 4, it looks like. Let me see. I'm looking at him right now on the monitor. It looks like he's going to have to make that one more stop, though, Mark. And then where's that going to cycle him out? And that's... You know, if the yellow comes out now, a lot of these teams, the last ones at pit Kirkwood, McLaughlin, uh, Grosjean, they can make it to the end. But uh, but right now, Pelot cannot make it to the end on fuel, I don't think. So he's going to have to make one more stop. That's going to cycle him back a little bit farther yet.
3: Indy, next presented by Firestone. Earlier today, we talked about the dominance of late of Joseph Newgarden. Same could be said, Nick Yovan, about Christian Rasmussen.
1: Yeah, Christian Rasmussen has really hit his stride in the summer stretch, Mark. Qualifying washed out due to the rain, so the field was set by points. That was great news for Rasmussen, who took over the points lead after a win in Iowa. He led every single lap. The action today was behind him. Saw some tempers flare a little bit. Jacob Abel, Louis Foster, they had to agree to disagree. Good battles throughout the field, but up front it was all Christian Rasmussen as he scored the win in Nashville and spoke with Alex Wolfe in victory lane.
6: And on this warm day, Christian Rasmussen getting a cold drink of water. And Christian, on this bumpy street circuit in Nashville, it is it as smooth of a drive for the six cars that seem to be all through those 35 laps?
12: Yeah, we just did exactly what we needed to do today, you know. Obviously, the pole position was given to me, but we've earned it all year. You know, we're leading the championship. We've done a great job. And uh, it's not by mistake we're in this position, you know. So, yeah, good race today. It went great. car was good. Just kind of tried to manage the get you know, we had some good restarts Pulled out a gap and it was just about maintaining that So we did exactly what we needed to do And extended the championship
6: And in extending that championship The diversity we've shown this year in your wins On the flowing road course at Barber The tight bullring ring at Iowa And the street course here at Nashville Just sort of assess as we get into the late stages of this season Just sort of your progression and The fact that you just seem to be firing on, on all cylinders Doesn't matter what this series throws at you You're, you're out on top
12: Yeah, you know we're good in everywhere you know we're good on oval street circuits uh, We we at barber as well you know so it's just about continuing that and uh, right now we're on the right path Lastly, not a lot of time to
6: arrest on these laurels of this win. About five days, you're back in action on the road course of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Based on what you had there in May, what do you think is the outlook for that race coming up?
12: Yeah, Indy was uh, a little bit tough for us last time around, so hopefully uh, we learned a little bit from that, and uh, and we'll come with a competitive car. So uh, I think it'll be good. It's
6: a great run out there today. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you.
1: Win number three of the season for Christian Rasmussen. He'll lead the field to Indianapolis, where, again, they'll race just five days from now on that shared NASCAR and IndyCar weekend. Christian Rasmussen, your winner in IndyNex by Firestone. Right now in the IndyCar race, it's a former IndyNex champion. Kyle Kirkwood leads Scott McLaughlin, Alex Pelot, Joseph Newgarden, and Scott Dixon here at the Music City Grand Prix.
3: Fifty-eight laps complete. Let's give you the top ten. Kirkwood, McLaughlin, Pillow, Newgarden, Dixon, the top five. Erickson, Grosjean, Lundgaard awarded Harvey the top ten. There are those whose ire is raised uh, by the mere mention of the phrase Davy Hamilton. Well, he's got to make fuel uh, because we know that's that's just not possible. But, uh, boy, if anybody wishes he could, it would be Alex Pillow, I think.
8: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, Alex Pillow last pitted on that 45. That's 35 laps, Mark, on a tank of fuel. Now, you could get 30. I'm pretty confident. But 35, that is saving a massive amount of fuel. And I just don't know that he could do it. He sits in that P3 right now. I just don't think he has enough fuel to make it. The Kirkwood, McLaughlin, yes. Newgarden, which would re- recycle him into third, yes. Grosjean, by the way, has plenty of fuel. But he's on those softer compound tires. Finds himself in seventh. I think that he has to just kind of mow around and save him. Turn nine. Michael. Linus Lundquist nearly put it in the wall, guys. He broke so late, and he
2: did a great job keeping it from going into the tire barriers. He didn't touch a thing, but boy, there for a second, it looked like he was going to bury it into the wall.
3: And, Davey, you said the alterations uh, certainly have made a noticeable change to that turn nine force to this race course. Yeah,
8: you know, this morning going through there, it's tight. I mean, they really closed the entry of the corner up to where you got to make a really sharp late apex get into that corner. And so uh, it really, you know, you can go in there. They're two wide and three wide, but you have to be single file. Just you know, there's probably another 15, 10, 15 feet open entrance in that corner last year so uh, boy it's hard you miss it a little bit it's it's challenging down there this year
3: you're listening to the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix on these great stations WITZ in Jasper, Indiana WLIN in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania and KVWE in Amarillo, Texas 60 laps complete next time by Michael Young pretty good battle headed your way for fourth Newgarden, Dixon,
2: Erickson, Grosjean they come through, turn number nine. New Garden, two car lengths over Scott Dixon, Marcus Erickson, about four car lengths behind. The guy I thought it was moving was Romain Grosjean,
1: Nick, but I think those alternates may starting to give up the ghost. Yeah, there's no doubt. He is uh, was trying to run down Marcus Erickson down here into turn number 11. He may have to gather it back up. That uh, gap has stayed at about three car lengths. New Garden, Dixon, Erickson, and Grosjean. That battle mark is into turn number one. 2.5 second lead for the leader, Kyle
3: Kirkwood, Georgia Hatterberry.
13: It might not be much of a concern right now, but team did relay to Kyle Kirkwood Fuel 87, which to my understanding is a 13% fuel save mode. Though they seem confident, that is starting to creep up on them.
3: 26 cars on the racetrack, Davey Hamilton. What's the situation like for Robon Grosjean? He is the only car of the 26 running right now on the alternate tires.
8: Yeah, I think he's going to fall back, unfortunately. I think Lungard, Pato Ward, Will Power have the opportunity to get by him before this race is over. He has to take care of those tires. That's if he can take care of them without them blistering. you got to remember his teammate, Pato Ward, few of them, the right front tire came apart. He needs to make sure that his tire doesn't get to that point and tries to finish this long long stint on those softer alternate tires
3: Uh, so that battle we were watching for that fourth position has started to shake out a little bit i think it's essentially become a two-car battle at least it'll look that way when it gets back to you nick Yeoman. that's joseph newgarden scott dixon maybe erickson trying to keep pace while grosjean fades a bit
1: Yeah, that's two of the best in the last 10 years of IndyCar racing. Newgarden and Dixon into turn number 11. Separated by about a car length and a half. Joseph in those PPG colors, blue and white. Dixon, of course, in the uh, PNC bank machine. They'll race into turn number one. Bend that steering wheel to the left and back to the right. Dixon continues to put the pressure on Newgarden into turn three. Well, thanks for sure, Jake Query. When you see Alex below, well documented
3: that he last pitted on lap 45, and we wonder, you know, if he's going to be able to make it to the end. Don't know that he is in fuel save mode, but he's not already need pressure right now for that third position.
0: He's not, but at the same time, what he is trying to do, Mark, is keep himself to the situation where he wouldn't have to pit and thus put himself back because he's thinking about points because joseph newgarden is right there in fourth and newgarden of course one spot below him should below come in to have to get that fuel he can't conserve that puts newgarden in a situation of making up points came in 75 points back now it's 84 points back so newgarden you can bet is also well aware of where both of them would slot at the end of this race
3: michael young here they come the first one there
2: uh, it was for Alex Pillow. Sorry to interrupt, Mark. Alex Pillow is really not falling into the clutches for Joseph Newgarden yet. Dixon's still there, but Nick, you can start to see that conservation mode starting to
1: really be a detriment to his track position as Joseph Newgarden starts to close in. Yeah, again, it's not close enough to call it a battle yet, but there is no doubt visually you can see it, and I'm sure it's being backed up on the stopwatch as well that Alex Pillow is in fuel conservation mode. So that means Newgarden's running him down. Dixon's running him down. Grosjean. Erickson as well, Mark, out of turn three. To the discussion to continue in about points, uh, but, but Pillow is
3: hopeful to minimize the damage in terms of the timing of he stops, if he stops, when he stops again. Meanwhile, he's rooting for his teammates Dixon and Erickson, Jake, to work on Joseph Newgarden. If they can work their way around him, that minimizes the damage for Alex Pelow And
0: Newgarden, as Pillow works his way through turn number seven, is now setting up for it. He has Dixon just behind him, and then Marcus Erickson. They've set sail a little bit to clear themselves from from ramon grosjean but taking a look back in at the way that Newgarden has dixon on his rear wing setting up for turn number eight as they work through turn number eight and head over the bridge it's Newgarden garden to car length advantage over scott dixon And
2: you wonder if everybody's just waiting for the time for the race strategist to give them the go. Oh, Newgarden lost a
1: lot of ground coming off of turn number nine. Scott Dixon will get a good run, and Joseph Newgarden will try to keep him at bay. Uh, Newgarden will hold him off into turn number 10. This is all way behind our race leader, Kyle Kirkwood and Scott McLaughlin. It's the battle for fourth. Dixon looks to the inside in turn number 11, really getting stacked up behind Newgarden. Here comes Marcus Erickson. He's entered the fray. Mark Jane, Scott Dixon moving left and right, trying to find his way around. By the way, it's a
3: nine-second disparity from B- McLaughlin back to Alex Pillow, but Pillow has a comfortable four-second advantage back to fourth place running Joseph Newgarden. We told you about the issues involving Pillow, dugard. We talked about Grosjean and the fact that he's on the alternates. Christian Lundgaard starting to draw a beat on him as all of that heads back to Jay Query in turn four.
0: And all of this is happening well behind the leader. Talking about Kyle Kirkwood, about a 10-car length advantage right now over the second place running, scott mclaughlin mclaughlin started on pole on this in this race and michael as he's coming to you his job right now heading into turn number nine is trying to close in on the leader kyle kirkwood
2: Kyle Kirkwood has, it uh, looks like a three to four second advantage over second place running Scott McLaughlin then you wait forever for Alex Pillow here he comes entering turn number nine and that battle for fourth it's Joseph Newgarden, Scott Dixon, Marcus Erickson, Roman Grosjean, they're all stacked up, fourth, fifth, sixth and seventh as they make their way to turn number ten.
1: Yeah, they just can't get away from each other, it's uh, really getting stacked up behind Joseph Newgarden as all of those drivers slide their way out of turn number ten. Newgarden it stretched it out a little bit, call it two and a half car lengths over Dixon, but then that train roars on. Now the front stretch with Erickson in tow, Grosjean, and then, of course, Christian Lingard trying to get chase. 64 laps complete.
3: Kyle Kirkwood has a 2.2 second advantage over Scott McLaughlin. McLaughlin has stretched it out to 10 seconds over Alex Pillow. Pillow's holding steady, a four second advantage over Newgarden. Then it's 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, now maybe ninth. all running together. Newgarden leads that freight train to turn number 4.
0: Yep, they work their way now as they come off of the bridge. Joseph Newgarden with behind them, Dixon, Erickson, and Grosjean. They have separated from Lungard just a little bit, but Newgarden really has mirrors full right now of Scott Dixon, Marcus Erickson, Dixon's teammate is right behind him as well. Newgarden off turn number eight, calling about a two and a half car length advantage that right now Joseph Newgarden is tenuously holding on to over Scott Dixon.
2: Alex Pillow starts to make his way, still running in that third position. As we said, Kyle Kirkwood and Scott McLaughlin checked out. This time through, looks like Scott Dixon, oh, he had a little bobble on the front end. Looked like he could close in and catch Joseph Newgarden. Again, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, making their way down this stretch of the
1: track. And that freight train, as they roar out of turn number 10, is not getting any closer to Alex Pillow like we thought they were moments ago. Newgarden, Dixon, uh, Erickson, and Grosjean out of turn number 11. Let's go to pit lane and Alex Pillow.
6: And Nick, for Romain Grosjean, it looked for a time in the mid-stages, a promising effort and a first career IndyCar series win.
3: 65 I'm laps radio. completing your top Bye. 10. Kyle Kirkwood, McLaughlin, Palau, Newgarten, and Dixon. Erickson, Grosjean, Lundgaard awarded Will Power. We pause 10 seconds for state stand-up vacation. This is the IndyCar Radio Network.
10: Made a bigger one now. You got a bigger gap now. Make the nine is struggle behind us here. Just be aggressive. We're at about 95 now. Bigger lift, man. Bigger lift, is all I can tell you.
3: That's Tim Cedric and Joseph Newgarden. More on that from Ryan Marine on pit road.
4: Well, it's been a lot of chatter just like that this entire stint, coaching about gaps, coaching about fuel numbers. A few moments after the transmission, you just heard, Tim Sindrick told Joseph Newgarden, look, the name of the game for us is make our fuel number. If you can run down below, great, but we've got to hit that number to make it to the finish.
3: Uh, Davey is shocked at all that what Alex Palo has been able to do by holding steady in that third spot with uh, the, uh, tires that have about seven or eight more laps on them.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I know he's going to have to. If, if Newgarden is going to have to save fuel, he has five more laps than Plo. That tells me that Plo is going to pit. He has to come in. Now, it's going to be a short. They probably won't do tires. Just a splash and go to get enough fuel to finish out that last few laps. But like I say, he's good, he has to come in sometime. some time. I think he's going to take a bit of a hit in the points championship again here in Nashville.
3: Uh, well, uh, Joseph Newgarden, now Michael Young, has got some breathing room in that battle for fourth.
8: Yeah,
2: but I'm not so sure Alex Pelot, in about another five or six laps, if he doesn't pit, won't have his mirrors full of Joseph Newgarden. It's lap by lap, tense by tense, and now half a second at a time. Nicky's starting to catch.
1: Joseph Newgarden, or vice versa. I mean, it's just fascinating, right? Because the front car of that train has to save the most fuel, and the car in second in line also is in heavy save mode, so it's really kind of stacking things up. Pillow's advantage over Newgarden into turns one and two, still at about eight to ten car lengths. Mark just moments ago also want to clean up Devlin DeFrancesco slapped the wall. I just saw him bring that car to pit lane. He has hopped out, so the Canadian driver is done for the day. I'm not saying we'll see a battle for the lead,
3: but uh, Scott McLaughlin is doing all he can to stay with this- striking distance of Kyle Kirkwood so far he's not been able to do it but 3.1 seconds the advantage for Kyle Kirkwood who has now led 22 laps more on the status of Alex Pillow from Georgia Henneberry
13: and it was a debate whether or not Alex Pillow was going to make it to the end and pit but just got word from his team he, they relayed to Pillow we are going to pit towards the end to minimize this damage
4: how about Joseph Newgarden Oh, this is huge for them in the championship because that's the guy they're trying to catch. And Tim Syndrick, he must have heard the same message to below. He just told Joseph Newgarden, they've given up. They're coming in. We just need to do our thing. Alex uh, Wolf.
6: And just to clean up what we had talked about earlier with Roman Grosjean, looked like a promising day and a first career victory, potentially in the mid-stages. The team saying that he's not really saying anything on the radio. Carr has been good. Hasn't said much since he apologized to the crew and Scott McLaughlin passed him before that final stop. But it seems like they're just struggling on this final stint with the hot track and those alternate greens.
3: Now you got to wonder from a team perspective, knowing what you know about what Alex Below has to do, it makes you wonder now how much harder Scott did. Ditch- Dixon and Marcus Erickson are going to put the pressure on Joseph Newgarden. They trail him, and let's face it, every spot that Joseph loses will minimize that damage for Alex Palou when he does decide to stop. So back up front, it's Kirkwood, McLaughlin, Palou. Now it's Newgarden, Dixon, and Erickson. They continue to tighten up. Back to Jay Query.
0: Keep this in mind as well. The two cars that are behind Newgarden that would be pushing him, maybe even making him use more fuel to have to do a splash in the end are those that are the teammates of Alex Pillow. So all of it coming into play right now. Pillow already headed up over the bridge, then Joseph Newgarden again. Dixon just behind him and Marcus Erickson joseph newgarden starts to work his way now over the korean vets bridge with just behind him scott dixon and marcus erickson
2: i think alex Palou got the message we're gonna to have to pit so he has checked out he's really managed that gap between he and joseph newgarden it was close before nick but not anymore alex Palou has made himself nice distance
1: between the indianapolis 500 champ. yeah there's no doubt once you know that your fuel strategy is cooked you might as well run that tank dry and push like crazy that's what alex Palou is doing newgarden still trying to save fuel to- what a nice job, though, of holding off of Scott Dixon. Dixon just not able to get side-by-side with Newgarden to challenge. Six oh, and we got trouble, guys. Lemus Lundquist has just hit the wall at the exit of turn number 11. He went wide, and he is pinned it against the outside wall. Come to a stop, and we've got a full course caution here in the Music City Grand Prix. And
3: Davey, what a frustrating end to the day for Lemus Lundquist. He was flirting with a top ten.
8: Yeah, it really was. I just looked back. In fact, he was in that twelfth position when that incident happened. Such a bummer. And now let's see what that's going to do. Yellow comes out, obviously for these leaders, including Kirkwood, McLaughlin, New Garden, who was saving fuel. This helps him save fuel. No question about it. They'll make enough to. End. I don't think it's not going to help below enough, though. I think they were trying to go for it, get a little bit of lead. This is going to hurt him. If he pits under yellow, he goes all the way to the back of the field. Matter of fact, cycle behind every car on the racetrack that's on the lead lap, which would cycle him back to 21st position. Ten
3: laps to go. Caution on the course of the Big Machine, Music City Grand Prix. Uh, Two separate incidents. We talked about the one involving Lina Slunquist. You saw the other
0: jack harvey was exiting turn eight and just wasn't able to get the turn radius that he needed and as a result went right into the honda uh, banner on the right hand side driver's outside ride that right the right hand uh essentially the front right for jack harvey was was hit hard and so jack harvey was able to bring it back onto pit road but they're gonna have to change matter of fact i think he's out of the car jack harvey with the front right side having too much damage in that front
3: underwing got stuck underneath the car and so it just became too lengthy a stop for jack harvey and Davey Hamilton, you've had a look at both of those replays a couple of times separate incidents. yeah it looks like
8: harvey just both of them kind of the same thing entered just a little bit too hot the car, it just they had input in the wheel car just didn't turn both hit the outside barrier uh, just didn't uh, didn't get on the brakes quite early enough slid that front end into that outside barrier they both looked a lot the same unfortunately lundquist uh, he came to a stop with his, I mean, toward the right front off uh, Harvey, just a nose wing, and he was able to make it around the pits, but they see the extensive damage on that car, um, so he had to park it as well. Now, Mark, this is uh, with nine laps to go. It, by the time they get this done, it'll probably be seven green flag laps to go. As we know, yellows bring yellows. It, it gave enough fuel for the leaders, but if more yellows come out, does Plo have enough? I mean, they intend to pit, but he is on fumes right now. You know he's saving all the fuel that he can. If he is to pit right now, like I say, it cycles him behind the entire field. If he was the only one to pit, that means there's 72 laps down. That would actually, there are 22 cars on that 72nd lap. So that would put put him way back in, in the field and lose a lot of points in this championship.
4: Updates
3: on the unfolding strategy from Ryan Marine
4: both scott dixon and joseph newgarden prior to this yellow were in a minimal fuel save situation this effectively has eliminated any fuel concerns for those two they've been told they can push from here on out the question though is about alex Palou and whether or not this now changes their strategy they had thought about pitting joseph newgarden was just told that even if Palou does elect to stay out now that we've had this yellow he's going to be saving big time and he also has a deficit as far as push to pass is concerned so expect joseph Newgarden to be very aggressive on the restart, regardless of uh, whether or not Palo elects to come in or stay out. And and let's
3: face it, Davey, he he may in fact decide to stay out, given... How many laps were running under caution? Harvey may have actually, unfortunately, did him a favor by extending the length of this caution, given where that incident was. And as you mentioned, the best Pillow could do if he pitted would be to cycle back in at the end of the field, whereas if he's in fuel save mode, he might only drop back to 10th or 15th.
8: Yeah, no, he needs to try to stay out at this point. I mean, you need to go stay out, try to make it to the end, because it's just suicide to come in right now, and you know you're going to finish in the back. Might as well risk it a little bit. One thing, cautions, breed cautions. We know that. It's a lot of aggressive uh, drivers on that track. be seven laps to go when they come around to get the green flag, and you know they're going to be fighting for it, so blow's hoping it's not him but he's hoping for another yellow is what he's hoping for
3: sports fans your favorite teams on tune in premium listen to live play-by-play major league baseball the nhl ncaa and premier league plus you can hear every single lap of every single race nascar formula one and of course the ntt indycar series here every race all season long plus classic race broadcast 24 hours today it's all on tune in premium go to TuneIn.com or download the free TuneIn app to listen going back to green but let's hear from georgia henneberry
13: Alex Lowe told by team, we are going to stay out. Alex says, I need to know the game plan here. And the team says, we are taking all the data and looking at it.
3: Yeah, so that's, uh, that's a lot to decipher, uh-huh. Davey. And, uh, but Alex is going to have to put a lot of trust in those engineers and the guys mapping that fuel strategy.
8: Well, here's what they need to tell him: Save fuel. I mean, that's the bottom line. The strategy right now is you just save fuel. And we're going to see what happens because... You know, they're praying that they can make it to the end. And he, and, and even if he drops down to 7th, 8th, even 10th, even right. you know, I mean, he salvages a day of points because if he does have to pit or he runs out, like I say, that is going to put him in that 22nd position, massive points hit.
3: And, again, he's hoping to get some help. From teammates Scott Dixon and Marcus Erickson, who are running behind Joseph Newgarden, who is currently running in the fourth position. Been a good day for Erickson, by the way. He restarts in that 14th position. Michael Young, give us a roll call as they head to turn number nine before we go back to green.
2: Going to be interesting to see how this entire restart plays out. Kyle Kirkwood locked him up ever so slightly as he made his way down into turn number nine. Last time through, it's Kyle Kirkwood. Then Scott McLaughlin, the machine of Alex Pillow, which we've been talking about. Joseph Newgarden, Dixon, Erickson, Grosjean, Christian Lundgaard, Pato Award, Will Power,
1: Nick. We're about to get restarted here in Nashville, Tennessee. Field is in the hands of Kyle Kirkwood. He starts to accelerate at the midway point of that straightaway in between turns nine and ten. He got a nice jump over Scott McLaughlin. Back hard on the brakes for turn number 11. Kyle Kirkwood, we're back racing in Nashville. And Mark, his advantage is eight car lengths into turn one. Yeah, he climbed on it in a hurry, and he is starting to stretch it away. Nick Yoban. Oh, we got a crash down here in turn 11. Mark uh, Colton, the Herda, smacked the wall. Ryan hunter Ray smacked the wall, and we've got three cars stacked on top of each other. The first car that got into the tire barriers was Felix Rosenquist. Uh, Augustine Canapino drove up underneath Rosenquist, and with nowhere to go, Benjamin Peterson piled in as well so we've got three of them stacked up down here in turn 11
3: and lady luck continues to smile on Alex below Davey Hamilton
8: boy does it ever as I said yellows breed yellows and it did it for sure I see Colton Hurta got wide tried to go on around the outside somebody. I seen his car hit the tire bear kind of flip up in the air the tires must have been the tires of the track Uh, And then I see him kept going. But what happened, as Nick said, everybody piled in behind him. Rosenquist had nowhere to go, and they just started piling into each other. It's going to take, for these three cars, it's, you know, it may be one lap to go by the time they get this cleaned up. So Uh, this is a huge favor for Poulot.
3: Well, Davey, and again, it's not just a matter of clearing away the cars. I think once they get them separated, some of them may be able to drive back into the pits. But the problem is they're going to have to reset the tire barrier in that corner.
8: Absolutely, and we're watching it again. Yeah, Colton Heard on the outside hit the wall. Matter of fact, kind of two separate incidents. Colton Heard it did hit the wall, uh, but Rosequist was going on the outside of a car as well. It got pushed out there. We're watching it here. Oh, yeah, he got he got he actually got pushed out by VK. No, that was a, that was Pato Award. So. Oh, red flag. That's going to be interesting. That's not what blow wants to see. He wants to see the thing go yellow and, and continue. Oh, there's more caution. I mean, Pato Award, it looks like, he hits the wall down and turned 10.
3: My goodness. Carnage at the end. And, but I, I think for all intents and purposes, Davey, by comparison to the first couple of years, this had been a relatively calm race to Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Oh, but yeah, uh, sure. we talked about yeah. what always happens over the last 10 or 15 laps.
8: Yeah, five laps to go. And I th- I take that back. That was Rosaquist. I'm sorry. that got into that outside barrier. And then the cars piled in behind him. It wasn't Pato Ward in turn 10. So, But Colton Herda. He's coming on pit lane right now, along with everybody else. He hit the wall hard enough. I suspect some damage on the right side of that car. A toe link, an A-arm or something. He had a pretty darn good.
3: So we'll give you a full field rundown now as the red flag is displayed with five laps to go in the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Kyle Kirkwood is your leader. He's led 29, 29 laps all the day. Scott McLaughlin in second place. He's led 25 laps today. Alex Pelot is third. He's led 12 laps. Joseph Newgarden is fourth. Scott Dixon is fifth. Marcus Erickson is sixth. Roman Grosjean is seventh. Christian Lundgaard is eighth. Ninth is Pato Award. And tenth is Willpower. And eleventh, Elio Castro nevis Twelfth, Calamilot. Thirteenth, Graham Rahal. Fourteenth, Marcus Armstrong. Reedus VK is fifteenth. Colton Hurt is sixteenth. Santino Ferrucci is seventeenth. Ryan Hunter Ray is eighteenth. Stingray Rob is in nineteenth. 20th is Felix Rosenquist a lap down. Canapino's shown a lap down in 21st. Peterson's a lap down in 22nd. All of those involved in that incident. Alexander Rossi two laps down in 23rd. Out of the race 24th. Lundquist subbing for Simon Pagino this weekend. Harvey 25th, De Francesco 26th, 27th David lucas Ryan Marine, I want to go back to you. You pointed out that, uh, that not only was a promising day unfolding for Linus Lundquist, but we're getting to that point where we're starting to looking looking at teams uh, in that battle for leader, leader circle money for next year. This is a big hit for that 60 team.
4: Now, that's exactly right, and that was certainly one of the thoughts about who you put in this car if you're Mike Shank? because it's effectively the top 22 in odor points that get a uh, little money handed out to them, a big amount of money actually at the end of the season ahead of next season from the championship. There's a few caveats in exactly how that is paid out, but uh, that car that Linus Lundqvist is driving here this weekend is right there on the cusp of making that cut and when you look at some of the cars they're battling for that leader circle, they were really poised to make a ton of ground today before that incident. So this is heartbreaking from a number of different vantage points for Linus Lundqvist and Shank Racing.
3: We'll talk more about that in a moment. Let's get an update on Alex Pillow from Georgia.
13: And as an Alex Pillow sits in that third place position, the team relayed to him and probably to make him feel a little less at ease or a little more at ease that we do have enough fuel. We are going to make it to the end. Alex asked, do we have enough to defend? And he, they said, probably not as much as you would like to, but we have enough. Again, he sits in that third-place position.
3: And, and that's all he needs, Davey, not a drop yep. more than that. He just needs yeah. enough.
8: <laughs> yeah, that's right. just needs enough. And like I said, he was was hoping this was going to continue more yellow. It was a little too big of an accident. They threw that red uh, to clean this mess up, and they just had to do it. But he's going to still be saving fuel, I promise you that. He may lose a few positions, in new guard, and his teammates, Dixon Erickson, are right behind him. Grosjean should be the one that... He's going to be struggling too on those softer compound tires. Just, I think they're completely wore out now. He's just hanging on for life. And he's got to watch out behind him too because Lungardo Ward and Power, you know, they're going to be coming. A
3: uh, bird's eye view high atop Nissan Stadium of 11 through turns one, two, and three. Nick Yeoman can update us on the cleanup of that multi car incident.
1: Yeah, cleanup, in fact, happening right below me, Mark. The driver that fared the best in this incident was the guy that got sandwiched in between the two cars, surprisingly enough, Augustine Canapino. Once they got the three cars off of each other, they restarted that Hunkos-Hollinger machine, and Augustine Canapino has made his way back around the racetrack. As for the other two, Benjamin Peterson, they pulled that A.J. Foyt car back away. He's got heavy suspension uh, to the front of that car. His car is being towed out uh, off the racetrack. He is okay. And then as for Felix Rosenquist, they've got that car now up off the ground they had to yank it out of the tire barrier and now the crew and uh, working to reset that tire barrier let's go to pit lane and ryan marine
4: Mike Cole is the strategist for chip ganassi racing scott dixon another nashville race another late red flag you could almost count on that it seems like here on this track scott's uh, had a strong run he's inside the top five what does he have to fight with here when we go back to green
12: I think the same thing as everybody that we're around. I think everybody should be okay on fuel to the end. Um, there was probably a question or two about some of them, some of the people uh, around us, but I think that's secure now. Uh, so I think what he has to fight for is probably similar to some of the people he's around. They have to be somewhat uh, armor-plated on uh, getting points for the championship. So you've got to race smartly. Uh, so that's probably what's going on up there. The guys right at the front, uh, McLaughlin and Kirkwood, probably are going to fight for it at the end.
4: Appreciate the time. Thank you.
12: Okay, thanks a lot. Alex? Tim Sendrick and the Joseph
10: Newgarden pit. And Tim, we've been in this situation
6: in Indianapolis uh, with Joseph up to the front. What do you think?
10: Well, we told him we got one monkey off his back earlier at in Indianapolis, and we're trying to figure out how to win this race with him. Um, but... Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting the last few laps here like it always is. Um, we'll be in the fight, but obviously we've got to get by three other cars to get there. So right now I think hopefully Scott has a good shot at it. But, um, you know, Joseph's been steady all day and worked his way up, and we'll just see how it all turns out here. looks like we'll probably about have about three laps of green.
6: Does the fuel on the tires look good for the car?
10: Yeah, all good on that front. It'll be full blast to the end, and we'll have to get by the 10 car here. Um, I know he's fighting the fuel, but um, yeah, I think it's a stretch to say, you know, he's got a shot at the wind without some help, but you know certainly like to see him on the podium in Nashville.
6: Well, I guess we've learned here. Expect the
10: that's right, that's right. I'm not sure if we'll get three laps of green, but we'll find out. That's Tim
3: Cedric. Uh, That's really good stuff, Alex Wolf and Ryan Tremendous insight, and really thank Tim Cedric and Mike Hull for the insight for sure. Well, a big weekend next weekend at the world's greatest race course, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And in terms of the Xfinity and the cup portion of that, we get uh, the insight and the preview from our good friend Doug Rice. He and the Performance Racing Network are going to join us at the world's greatest race course next weekend.
8: Next weekend, NASCAR heads to Indianapolis to compete on the
3: 14-turn, 2.5-mile infield road course at the famed Indianapolis
8: Motor Speedway. With just three races remaining in the regular season, the tension is certain to be high as several drivers will be vying for that Final playoff spot. Two drivers that will enter this race have already conquered that tricky layout. They
1: are, of course, AJ Allmendinger, the 2021 winner, and last year's winner Tyler
8: Reddick. This year's edition will be featuring a couple of interlopers. Kamui Kobayashi will be racing for 2311, and the guy that shocked everyone on the Chicago street course, Shane Van Gisbergen, will be back racing for Trackhouse Racing. Should add a little extra spice to an already exciting event.
3: Doug Rice, uh, Pat Patterson, uh, good friend Jeff Hammond, and also Brad Gilly, Brett McMillan. Always happy to have those guys with us uh, throughout the course of the weekend next week. And fun to, to blend those two disciplines together throughout the course of the weekend. Davey, back to that discussion about that leader circle and the, the, the potential damage done by the issue yeah. involving Lino Slunquist. The only good news for him is a couple of those teams that Ryan referenced that he's in kind of a battle with. Devlin Francesco is just in front of him um, in terms of the points he has 130 uh that car of lundquist was two points behind and de francesco is currently in the 26th position and uh then at 25th right now is the 30 machine of jack harvey at 124 points so in that regard they still have a legitimate shot to leap over those they're battling with and grab that badly needed funding for next season
8: yeah, you know, it's so important and and a lot of people don't pay attention to that part of the points championship and that points battle, but how important it is to get that additional funding guaranteed and you're right. I mean, it's uh there's there's a fight for it. It starts in that 23rd spot, Harvey on down, and, you know, towards towards the front of the field and um they, uh, they're definitely going to have to fight for it. That's no, no question about it because that is important. And that's one reason they put Luquist in the car. And he was doing, hey he did, he did a, a great job, by the way. He did a great job this weekend. One small mistake, just got in a little bit late uh, and got in the wall. But uh, what a good job he's done so far. Uh,
3: let's go back to pit road, check in with Ryan Marine.
4: Strategist for the car in second place, Scott McLaughlin is Kyle Moyer. And you were just on the radio with Scott. What was the message?
8: Uh, You know, uh, not much. We were just telling him, you know, what we think is going to happen here and stuff like that. So he's ready. I mean, he's been in these situations plenty of times through his career. And, you know, I think we got the right guy at the wheel.
4: He was in a very similar situation just last year. What has he learned? What can he do here today? We just need to do it a corner before the start and finish the
8: finish line there. You know, we got really close last year. You know, he's been fabulous here. It's, It's a great place for him. And you know, a second will be disappointing, but if that's what it's handed today, that's
4: what it's handed. He's had a strong car all day. Does he have a car that could take the fight to Kyle? Uh,
8: I think so. I think so, but then at the same time, Kyle's done pretty good. Thank you.
11: Thank you.
3: Yeah, good stuff from Kyle Boyer and, uh, and Davey. Uh, some guys take the places quickly. Last year, as they referenced, uh, Scott McLaughlin set on pole and finished second. Clearly, he's a big fan of Nashville and a big fan of this layup.
8: Yeah, he, obviously. And then, you know... He just one lap earlier or one lap later, maybe on the pit stop, I would say one lap earlier on his initial pit stop, the first one, when he got out in traffic and got behind some of the slower cars and just couldn't get by him, cost him track time, and that's how, when it cycled through, that Kirkwood beat him. It was all pit all after the pit stop on track time on on the, um, you know, behind lap cars.
3: Uh, Nick Yeoman, given the carnage and also the fact that that tire barrier was upended with that three-car incident down below you in turn number 11, again, they continue to impress the AMR IndyCar safety crew, make quick work of that cleanup.
1: Yeah, here was the cool part, Mark. We saw all three safety trucks. There's usually uh, three units, one, two, and three, posed around the racetrack. All three of them dispatched, and they got that accident cleaned up very quickly. And I thought the coolest part was the show of teamwork. I saw 14 members of the safety crew lifting and uh, putting their butts behind uh, moving that tire barrier back in place with some good physical labor, and they got it looking pretty good down here. So uh, everybody has dispatched to their uh, corners as we are just moments away from refiring the engines, but a great job of cleaning up the accident down here in Turn 11.
3: Uh, Davey, what comes to mind over the course of this race is we've seen, uh, you know, the decision-making with the primaries and the alternates of the fuel strategy and whatnot. It really is. I mean, everybody has the discipline that they enjoy, but this is – this race today is uh, one of the many reasons why I enjoy, uh, particularly street course racing, because of all the elements involved—the bumpiness—and as you mentioned, the problems with, uh, with, uh, with, with dealing with the, uh, the, the the bridge and all the elements there, and yeah. the, the the tires coming apart and whatnot, and the fuel strategy. It, it really is enjoyable to try to keep track of.
8: Yeah, it really, is. and that's what they have always said about our series, Mark. Is I really honestly feel that this championship's the hardest championship the world to win and the reason of that is is you have street courses just like this it brings on so many challenges you have the road courses the permanent road courses mid-ohio and road america that we go to you have the short tracks uh, iowa the ovals you you know that's that's a that's a you know fast little seven-eighths mile oval that you got to deal with a couple times then you have the super speedways like the indianapolis motor speedway and 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 uh, dallas so to win this championship, you have to be, you know, really good at all four disciplines. And I can say that's the only championship in the world that uh, that you have to be good at those multiple times. So... Uh it's not a given, and you've got to work for it. And sometimes, like Newgarden, he has the ovals figured out, right? He's won them all this year. He's very, very good on them. But but right now, it at least seems Kirkwood's pretty good on these temporary street courses, meaning one won Long Beach as well. Marcus Erickson called for
3: blocking. There's a reorder underway as the cars exit pit road and return to the course. So Erickson will relinquish that sixth position to Roman Grosjean. So they'll switch positions. Now for Kyle Kirkwood, Davey winner earlier this season at Long Beach, six finishes of 14th or worse and four top 10s for Kyle Kirkwood. It's been a feast or famine season for this talented young driver who along with Colt Hurt, is the future of that race team.
8: No question, future of the race team, just a great job and you know, there's he has surrounded by good people, knowledge from that team and really is doing a class job, you know. I mean, I know he's had some experience um, at these racetracks already, but when he got out in that Andretti camp, and, and uh, man, what, what an impressive thing uh, that he's done here. And, and he's going to continue to do it, and he's just calm, cool, and collective, and he's got a long future, as we, as we talked about.
3: So the good news is, with all the hand-wringing by Alex Pillow, do I have enough fuel? Do I have enough fuel? Because of a couple of late <laughs> cautions, Davey, now indeed he does.
8: Yeah, well, that's great. And I still think he has to save fuel. I mean, he has enough, but he, I don't think, you know, we talked to uh, Tim Cedric, uh, and he's telling uh, Joseph, go for it. You're, you're wide open. Get after it. But I still think that Polo is saving fuel at this point. I think that it still has to, you know, uh, lose some power compared to the uh, potential behind him. So. He may lose a few spots, but it's not going to be a miserable day for him. So Lady Luck's looking after him for sure.
3: We are getting plenty of views, Davey, through our multi-screen monitor of this course out on the surface. And these tires have just shredded throughout the course of this event. Yeah, a
8: little surprised that they didn't have the sweeper trucks go out during that red flag and clean up a lot of that tire debris, the marbles on the racetrack to make it a little more easy and a little more, uh, you know, racy to to uh, finish just last five laps or four laps ago meet three i think when they get the green flag so um yeah i was a little surprised they didn't clean that track up because there are marbles everywhere
3: kirkwood mclaughlin pillow new dixon the top five grosjean erickson Lundgaard, award and power the top ten elio Nevis 11th Ilot is 12th ray hall is 13th armstrong is 14th vk is 15th 16th 17th, Rob. 18th, Ferrucci. 19th, Hurta. 20th, Catapino. Two laps down. Rossi, 21st. Out of the race at 22nd, Felix Rosenquist. 23rd, Benjamin Peterson. 24th, Lydis Lundquist. 25th, Jack Harvey. 26th, Devlin De Francesco, And 27th, David Malucas. Six leaders, nine lead changes. Kirkwood has led the most laps. 30, McLaughlin leads 25. Palo has led 12. And uh, four cautions for eight laps. And one red flag segmented. Michael Young, the leader, start to head to you. And once they clear your path, they'll get back into the throttle and get this race underway with three laps to go.
2: Well, clean any red mist that you may have had inside of your visor underneath that red flag. Let's get this thing done. They're about to battle here on the streets of Nashville. Kyle Kirkwood has the field in tow. McLaughlin, Polo, New Garden, Dixon, they're your top five,
1: getting set to go racing back here on the streets of Nashville. Kyle Kirkwood brings them down out of turn number nine. He'll accelerate into turn number 10 and get that jump through the left-hander. The entire field will see the green flag, and it's another spectacular jump. For Kyle Kirkwood. About eight cars back, they're stacking up behind Pottawa Award, but they are clean through the first half of the field. It is Kyle Kirkwood. We'll watch them all come through turn 11. Mark, things look good. Kyle Kirkwood, your race leader. Everybody clean at a turn 11. Scott Dixon playing
3: peekaboo behind the car of Joseph Newgarden, trying to grab a spot. He can't do it just yet. Kyle Kirkwood with a tremendous jump. He already has a lead of 1.6 seconds. Meanwhile, Scott McLaughlin sees below Newgarden Dixon pull up behind him or try to way into turn number
0: four and anticipating and waiting for kyle kirkwood the other thing to keep an eye on i'm curious about is whether or not joseph newgarden is able to draw a bead on alex polo but right now not able to do so setting up for turn number seven the leader kyle kirkwood advantage eight Carling's he got a little bit loose as he exited turn number seven now into turn number eight kyle kirkwood Very good line. Eight-car length advantage over Scott McLaughlin, who enjoys a two-car length advantage over Alex Pillow, the leader. Kyle Kirkwood into turn number nine.
2: The fans on their feet, about to see the final handful of laps here on the streets of Nashville. What a job Kyle Kirkwood has done on this restart. It's at least a second and a half lead,
1: making his way through turn number 9. But Alex Pillow, not giving up yet. He's closing on that rear wing of Scott McLaughlin. Pillow is closing on McLaughlin into turn number 10. Good eye, Michael. It's closing within about a car length. Kyle Kirkwood, though, nice and clean out of turn number 11. Back on the front straightaway, seeing a really good battle for about the 8th position. Awards going to get a spot around Christian Lundgaard. But it is smooth sailing for Kyle Kirkwood in front of Scott McLaughlin and Alex Pillow. Well, you mentioned the fact that Alex Pillow is starting to pull
3: up on Scott McLaughlin. Don't look now, but here comes Joseph Newgarden. Joseph Newgarden is starting to draw a beat on Alex Pillow. We know what is at stake for the battle for the third position, Jay Query, as the leaders head back to turn number four. And it's so fascinating because we
0: wondered if Pillow would have enough fuel to hold off Newgarden. Then he uses some of it to close in on McLaughlin, and again, Newgarden has Polo getting about four carlings in front of him because Polo right on the rear wing of Scott McLaughlin, but Newgarden right there with that trio as well. All of this happening, about eight and a half carlings behind the leader, Kyle Kirkwood, who has McLaughlin, Polo, and Newgarden behind him. Throw a blanket, two, three, and
2: four, but the leader, Kyle Kirkwood, it turned him an he will see the white flag this time by, looks like Scott McLaughlin has closed in, so it's down to about six car length. It's Scott McLaughlin in second, Alex Pallone third, Newgards lost touch with the rear wing of Alex Pallone. Nick, this is going to be a battle as we go to the white flag.
1: Field leaves turn number 10, Kyle Kirkwood heading towards the final left-hander of turn number 11. Two biggest parties on the IndyCar calendar, Long Beach, California, and Nashville, Tennessee. Kyle Kirkwood trying to win them both. Mark James, he sees the white flag here in Nashville. Question remains, can Joseph Newgarden
3: gather it back in and catch up to Alex Pillow? Pillow doesn't appear to be done with Scott McLaughlin. He is right up underneath that rear wing as Kyle Kirkwood starts to set sail. He's bumped that lead back up to seven-tenths of a second. So, the top three, top four, we should say. Kirkwood, McLaughlin, Pillow, Newgarden, head to Jay Query for the final time. So there
0: are two storylines that are being played here in Music City. The first being Kyle Kirkwood trying to get the win, as Nick Yeoman had mentioned, like he had done in long beach the other is that of the points lead with alex pullo running third joseph newgarden wanting to take that podium spot away from him not able to do it through turns seven and eight kyle kirkwood the leader setting up to go over the bridge for the final time michael young here comes kyle kirkwood in your view
2: He hasn't had a top five since his win in Long Beach. About to get his second, but Scott McLaughlin not finished yet. Remember last year he closed in on Dixon. What a
1: bright future for these two stars. Kyle Kirkwood will lead Scott McLaughlin turn 10 for the final time. McLaughlin's closed it within three car lengths. Now he's got it down to two. Final left hander of turn number 11. Kyle Kirkwood has to get it perfect here. Kirkwood and McLaughlin out of turn 11 for the final time. He bumps it up to another tenth of a second advantage. The advance Auto.
3: Our checkered flag is in the air, and Kyle Kirkwood goes to victory lane for the second time. He grabs the big machine, Music City Grand Prix, after winning earlier this year at Long Beach. Scott McLaughlin finishes second for the second consecutive season. Alex Pelo, he dodged a massive bullet, could have taken a big points hit. He grabbed the third spot on the podium. He now has an 84-point lead. Joseph Newgarden fourth, Scott Dixon fifth at the big machine, Music City Grand Prix.
10: Winner, winner. Nashville hot chicken dinner, buddy. Good job. Hell yeah, boys. Good
3: work. Good work. Come on. Great strategy. Great pit stop. Uh, Davey Hamilton, what a great win for uh, an up-and-coming star, Kyle Kirkwood.
8: Yeah, you know, I mean, he did it in Long Beach. Got his first win in his career on a very difficult uh, street course. He comes here, another very difficult street course. Gets his second win, and as he said to his team, you know, great team effort, great strategy, great calls. Uh, boy, we're looking at Scott McLaughlin. He is wore out right now, man. He's overheated, pouring water over his neck. Good run by him. Start from the pole, you're not going to be happy with second. I mean, he's going to be content with it, but starting from the pole, you always want to win.
3: Uh, second year in a row, Davey, that he started on pole and finished second, Scott McLaughlin. Yeah. There's a little yeah. bit of frustration with that, but I, I think once he starts to get his, you know, faculties back about him, you know, Will Power yeah. was laughing yesterday. He said, I don't know what I was thinking in, in leading up to this. Thing, telling people this place isn't all that bad isn't all that hard he said man it's tough this place is brutal
8: yeah yeah it is brutal and right now as we know it's over 100 degree heat, heat index outside so it's hot i mean these drivers are struggling i mean I think kirkwood he's probably wore out as well but when you win you always have that little extra you know adrenaline going and and pumped up to be in victory lane and like i say right now uh McLaughlin, he's going to be okay, but boy, they're, they're definitely pouring the water on him, trying to get him cooled down.
3: Uh, four of the top ten uh, spots belong to Honda, Davy, A nice rebound from Iowa. and They bumped their lead up over Chevrolet to 1,068 to 1,015 for Chevy. However, the bow tie finishes second today. They finish fourth. They also grab the eighth spot and the tenth spot.
8: Yeah, you know, at one point, I looked down, Mark, it was like a 20-point difference. It has some Chevrolets up top there, but uh, right now Honda's leading that championship.
3: Let's go to Alex. Uh, I'm sorry, let's go to Ryan Marine.
4: Monday was Joseph Newgarden Day in the state of Tennessee, a pretty strong run for the native of this state here. On the streets of Nashville, another top five, but tell you what, Alex Palou continues to find ways to get good results. What do you make of today, all in all?
7: Um, you know, I mean, the fourth was pretty pretty decent on the day. I felt like, you know, we had a little more charge in the beginning of the race that just didn't materialize, but, you know, it's it's a, it's a decent top five that we can come out of here with and be proud of with the PPG car.
4: You were having a chat there with your teammate Scott McLaughlin. He looks pretty winded. What were you guys talking about?
7: Oh, it's just hot. You know, it's humid here in Tennessee, so, um, yeah, it's tough to make it
4: through. Thank you, Joseph. Thanks.
7: Alex?
6: Scott Dixon, the defending champion of the Music City Grand Prix, comes back a fifth. Well, the first part of that race seemed to be a pretty a clean and green but it got chaotic as Mike Hall offers his congratulations mostly a drive from your point of view
9: yeah it was tough you know I think the um we had a whole lot more speed than the two especially early in the run good job man um and we just couldn't get by them and then especially at the end they had to save so much fuel it seems maybe the other manufacturer doesn't get uh, you know the mileage that the Honda does and he was still quick on the straights but uh you know saving a lot on the corners so that was frustrating um I think a couple of those guys wouldn't have made it either without those two cautions at the end. So that's
6: always frustrating, too. Great great run out there, and we'll, we'll see you coming up next week at Indianapolis. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Let's head over to Victory Lane and Georgia Henneberry.
13: <laughs> Kyle Kirkwood getting congratulations from the team. Michael, Andrew, you name it, so well-deserved. A winner on the streets of Long Beach, and now for a winner on the streets of Nashville. What did it take at that last start to maintain your dominance? And It, it,
5: it just... We just needed to stay out front. That was that was the main thing, and uh, that's exactly what we did. We had a fantastic restart. Um, got my tires in. Honda gave us great power on the restart. And they're they're just in the closing lap I almost got. I, they ran me down, and they could have passed me if, if they were within another half second, I would say. So they did a great job hunting me down but uh we, we just had such a great day with strategy and and race pace all the way through the entire race and they, the team really made my job easy so hats off to them no doubt
13: long beach nashville what is it about street course racing and kyle kirkwood that just works so well together
5: I don't know. I, I wish I could carry the base that I have on street courses to every other event that we go to. But for some, for some, for some reason, I do really well on street courses. Uh, but you're only good is your last race. And next weekend, we got IndyGP to, to go and get it done again. So I'm already focused on that.
13: Ladies and gentlemen, he's victorious here on the streets of Nashville, Kyle Kirkwood.
3: Yeah, great run for him, Davey. Great strategy, too. You yep. pointed out earlier that uh, the guy that you really got to tip your cap to is Roman Grosjean to do what he yep. did on those alternate tires.
8: Yeah, that Andretti team. You know, they put him on greens at the end. Probably not the best strategy, to be really honest with you. But he he uh, did a great job. He went longer than anybody else on those green tires. This last sit for him was super long. He hung on, got a got a sixth place finish. Was running up front, you know, most of the day, but till that last stint, he just had to take care of those tires. So, yeah, really good run by him. You know, any you can finish in between Dixon and Erickson, you know you're having a pretty good day.
3: Other good runs today, Davey. Elio castro Neves um, you know, that's, that's a bit of a boost for him. They're looking for some positive results over the second half. And uh, Christian Lundgaard also with the top 10 for Ray Hall Letterman, Lanigan Racing.
8: Yeah, you know another another good one. They they found themselves in victory lane. They much need. They definitely needed that. But Lungard and another top ten. Probably, we should say power. He's going to be disappointed with the 10th place. You know, I think he had a better car than that. He Just circumstances. His day started off with earplugs, uh, you know, there's earplugs missing for the radio in his car. So he had a tough day today in that, but he is still in the top 10.
3: You know, Marcus Armstrong has done a really solid job, Davy, for a guy in a part-time role with Ganassi Racing.
8: Yeah, he really has been quiet. We, I don't know if he even brought his name up hardly today, but, you know, I, he's he's good. He's learning. Every one of these courses he comes to is new for him. And uh, he's doing he's doing an outstanding job. He's got a good team. He's got great teammates too. That always helps. Alex Wolf,
6: Alex below third step on the podium, and Alex first off the roller coaster of emotion. I guess it has to be for you from the driver's seat. They're telling you you have to pit, then you don't. I mean, what was it like? I mean, how did you
1: do that,
5: man? We. We were suffering a lot, uh, honestly. We, we had to save a ton of fuel. I think we actually made more fuel than what we burned throughout the race. But um, honestly, it wasn't the best call. Um, we decided that before the race. Uh, so it was just uh, a team mistake together. I, I was uh, agreeing with that call. So, yeah, didn't work out this time. Um, but uh, we, we just had to suffer. We just had to save some fuel. We were a bit lucky on that last two yellows, honestly, that allow us to finish the race and finish on the podium, so couldn't be happier now.
6: I know that you're a person that just sort of takes it one race at a time, almost one lap at a time, but is this the kind of race that as you lean here on the pit wall and start to cool off after a hot day, that you think this is the sort of afternoon the championships are a one with? Um...
5: Yes, I mean, it's one of those races that could have been a lot worse for us and we could have lost, like, 60 points or 50 points. Um, It was not that kind of day. It was a day of, like, putting four more points on uh, our competitors. So that's good. Um, But we're still thinking about race wins. We know that's the best way to uh, win the championship, to get more points and to hopefully uh, win it as soon as possible. Now you
6: head next week back to a place that uh, you, you did decent that back in May, the IMS road course. What do you think's the outlook for that event?
5: Oh, yeah, we had uh, an amazing month of May there. Um, we got uh, a win. It was The car was just fantastic. Uh, we expect the same. So uh, it's going to be tough uh, to do the same performance, but we know that the car is going to be fast. The team is going to be tremendous. So, yeah, we'll try and keep that uh, American Legion car on top.
6: We'll let you uh, continue to drink some of that Gatorade, maybe buy a lottery
4: ticket, and congratulations on the great run.
5: I will. Thank you.
6: Over to Ryan Marine. Chance
4: to speak with Scott McLaughlin, who started on pole like he did a year ago, led a bunch of laps like he did a year ago, and unfortunately finished second like he yeah. did a year ago. How similar were the two races for you?
9: Uh, no, I was a bit more calm this one. Um, still had a red flag in it, but uh, not proud of everyone in the Dixon, Eugene, Chevy, hit the First yellow screwed us really and uh, and it gave, you know, Kyle and the guys a chance to pit and do their thing and, and uh so we sort of lost our advantage there on the on the greens that we had. So um, unfortunate but that's how it rolls sometimes. You gotta roll the dice and uh, they did, we did it the other way, ours didn't work out, but we're still finished solid
4: You got out of the car and you looked exhausted, you looked really, really hot. How tough was it today and how were you feeling? Yeah, look, I was all right out there. It's just when you stop, it's just really hot. Like
9: it's the worst thing, the red flags. And IndyCar got to do something like, we we shouldn't be able to pass before, like if it goes green, at turned ten. You shouldn't be able to pass till the start finish line, because that's what happens. It, it, people just check up and they hit into each other, and it's just terrible. So, until they fix that and let and make us go at the end uh, and make us not pass till the start finish line, we're always going to have these stupid red flags and <laughs> erases.
4: And until they sort that out, it's, it's we're just going to look like a circus. You'll be talking to the series about this? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for the time. Thanks, man. Cheers. Scott McLaughlin, runner-up again today.
3: Well, I suppose the good news is, Davey, you won't have to worry about it next year because it'll be a different layout.
8: Well, you know what? He brings up a really good point, though, in all honesty, because it's so unique, this racetrack, being start-finish lines are different. The start line's different than the finish line. The restart line's different than both of them. And uh, and sometimes you know, like in some series, they you know when it's a tough situation like that, they do sometimes say, "Hey, you know, you you can pick up the grain, you know, you pick up the uh, gas at this point, but there's no pass until you get past the start finish line." I understand it; it's going to change next year, but it's going to be the same situation. Start finish line is going to be off of Broadway next year. It's going to be in town, but I think the initial start will probably be originally the same as going over the bridge. So. Hard to say. It's going to change, but it, it could be something to be talked about for sure.
3: Uh, well, a little home cooking next weekend for us, huh, brother? I mean, we've yeah, got uh, plenty of activity. Indy Next, Car, Xfinity, uh, NASCAR, you name it. It's all going to be at the world's greatest race course. We're going to be able to sleep in our own beds,
8: huh? Yeah, that's right. Looking forward to that. I always love going to Indianapolis. There's not a time I don't drive underneath that tunnel and don't get goosebumps. It's, a, you know, the world's best racetrack and and uh, we're it's always fun i gonna see a lot of our other friends that we don't get to see that much in nascar world so it's gonna be a good time
3: a full field rundown and some final thoughts when we come back to the big machine music city grand prix here are the numbers for you kyle kirkwood your winner scott mclaughlin finishes second for the second year in a row alex Pillow. Uh, boy got a lot of help toward the end with cautions he Finishes third to complete the podium. Joseph Newgard and Scott Dixon, your top five. Roman Grosjean, Marcus Erickson, Pato Award, Christian Lundgaard, and Will Power, the top ten. Elio Castronev is 11th. Mylott was 12th. Armstrong, 13th. VK, 14th. Graham Rahul, 15th. Hunter Ray, 16th. 17th, Rob. 18th, Ferrucci. 19th, Rossi. 20th, Canapino. 21st, Herda. 22nd, Rosenquist. 23rd, Peterson. 24th, Harvey. 25th, Lundquist. 26th, De Francesco. David Malukas, 27th. Big movers on the day. Erickson was plus 13. Hunter Ray, plus 11. Kirkwood, plus 7. Dixon, plus 7. Rob, plus 7. Kyle Kirkwood, there were six leaders, nine lead changes, four cautions for eight laps. Kirkwood led 34 laps on three separate occasions. Um, McLaughlin led twice for 25. Below led 12 laps today, Erickson four, Grosjean four. The points look like this. Headed to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Alex Below plus plus four. He picks up four points on Joseph Newgarden, who's in second. Scott Dixon is in third, but 126 points back. Scott McLaughlin, 142 points back and forth. And Marcus Erickson, 156 points back in fifth place. Again, Kyle Kirkwood, an impressive run. Wins for the second time this season. What earlier this year in Long Beach. Kyle Kirkwood wins the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. The Big Machine Music City Grand Prix on the streets of Nashville has been brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of the NTT IndyCar Series for redefining the limits. Advanced Auto Parts, official checkered flag of the NTT IndyCar Series. Pennzoil, official motor oil of the NTT IndyCar Series. American Medical Response, official partner of the NTT IndyCar Series and the AMR IndyCar Safety Team. Coors Light, cold as the Rockies, Coors Light is proud to be the official beer partner of the IndyCar Series. Coors Light, made to chill. Borg Warner, official turbochargers of the NTT IndyCar Series. Hinchman racing uniforms, nothing fits like a henchman. The Indy Racing Experience, the fastest seat in sports. Safety Clean, official environmental service partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Racing Optics, the official aero screen and helmet tear-off of the NTT IndyCar Series. Shell, official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. And by NTT, official technology and title partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. Our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton of the pits, Ryan Marine, Alex Wolf, and Georgia Heddenberry. Turn announcers today, Michael Young, Jake Query, and Nick Yeoman. Our chief engineer, Rick Evans, satellite and technical support courtesy of Scott Brigette. Master control operations in our Indianapolis studios by Sam Rumson. The network director is Chris Pollock. This is Mark James reminding you to come back here next weekend as we join forces with the crew from the Performance Racing Network for live flag-to-flag coverage from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We'll cover every twist and turn of the road course for the Gallagher Grand Prix, the Pennzoil 150, and the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. It's exciting IndyCar and NASCAR action from the racing capital of the world. We hope you'll join us.
0: The preceding was an exclusive copyrighted presentation of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network.